to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. This is episode number 36. I'm Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. And this is the Two Guys, Two Mics, Two Pints podcast, a.k.a. Hot Take Central, a.k.a. We pretend like we know what we're talking about. We try. Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, Chilling, man. I'm just excited for number 36, um, Honorary Athlete of the Week, because of the number 36 I went with Briel Mbolo. Some people might know him as Switzerland's hottest uh, prospect, more or less. Plays for Mönchengladbach, made a substitute appearance today. So episode 36, Briel Mbolo. If you don't know about him, look him up. Uh, every week we try to put you on the new players, so let's not let that go unnoticed. A lot of great <laughs> football on this week. Suffice to say that we enjoyed a lot of uh, good results from some teams we didn't expect to, other, others that we did. Uh, have to say, uh, City, man, what is it? 19 games uh, on the trot, 28 unbeaten. It's a uh, it's a great time to be a City <laughs> fan. So uh, I'll go ahead and uh, and uh, have you take it from here, man. Yeah, uh, City, man. Wow. Last week I congratulated you, and now I'm just kind of gritting my teeth and just all right. Let's let's get this over with and start for the next <laughs> season, man. This is this is just ridiculous now. It's getting boring. It's like that uh, <laughs> Simpsons mean Stop it. He's already dead. He's already dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, he's wearing his sky blue. Yes, per use. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a great time. You know, I, I almost kind of have to stop myself from wearing something city related every day. You know, I always do regardless. But right now, more reason to wear it than ever. <laughs> have to say. But um, yeah, you must be buzzing. Yeah. Totally. I'm about to be literally. Yeah. Uh, we're we're. Uh, gearing up for takeoff i don't know if uh you had any topics on on the on the tip of your tongue or do you want to go straight into the um beforehand no i don't i don't know if there's anything that i wanted to i, I did really quickly want to uh, extend my condolences and i'm sure you heard about this ronaldinho's mom passed away from mm. uh, covid related issues and yeah. he always had a very uh, strong affection for his mom and really let that be you know be known in the public gutted for him you know because his mom wasn't that old, you know, and that's that's tough for anybody. He's had a rough year with controversy on and off the pitch, so yeah, he just got out of jail to mm-hmm. the magician. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Rafinha actually had a nice little uh, tribute to his mom because uh, mm. uh, he he really uh, loved Ronaldinho, one of his idols, and then finally, oh. uh, I guess got to got to know them on a personal level. So he brought in his shirt, uh, a little tribute after he scored uh, yesterday against. Uh, Southampton, right, and uh, um, you got your lead shirt on today. Oh, know, that's right. Yeah, good moment for them at the at the time. Yeah, like dead middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get into the um, let's get into the match week review preview, and uh, talk about how wrong probably I was from my last week's predictions. Per usual. No, no, they're there now. Uh. So, uh, starting off Friday, February 19th, um, Wolves hosting uh, Leeds United. And uh, I think I picked Leeds for this one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Wasn't wasn't the most entertaining match. Uh, what a strike from uh, Triori, though. I, th- I think it would have been his first goal of the season. Yeah. And uh, he, hits, he hits a rocket of a shot. And it bounces off the the crossbar, uh, kind of like that uh, Carvajal goal against Atletico. Yeah, bounces off the goalie, 
yeah. or the keeper, I should say, from his back, and it trickles in. Nothing the keeper can do. It's just one of those unfortunate goals, but it was a great strike from Traore. Yeah. Um, and a 0-0 would have been fair. One A draw would have been fair, but... I'll, I'll go as far as saying that uh, Wolf, I mean, uh, Leeds should have won. Yeah. Based off the play, based off the creation, possession. But, you know, sometimes that's that's the game. You get fortunate. And as soon as they hit that goal, that was in the 64th minute. From there, they just kind of parked. And, you know, Leeds had no answer. But, you know, um, with Leeds, there's always promising signs that uh, no matter what, they're going to maybe even come back. So, they, you know, they kept applying pressure. As you mentioned, currently sitting uh, directly at mid-table, which for me, for a recently promoted club, is a success. By far, you know, mm-hmm. you know the 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 initiative is just to stay up, and they're even going beyond that. And if they get a little bit of luck, which they haven't had so much at times, I don't know. I think the the dream for Europa isn't exactly dead yet. If teams drop points, like Southampton are, sure. a few others. Well, and then there's the new Conference League, which probably won't. What, does that start next year, or is it the year after? I think the year after. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's it's going to be interesting to watch that as well. Um, but yeah, hard done for for Leeds. Wolves desperately desperately yeah. needed this result to stop the bleeding. Um, and Traore, you know, on on his day, he's one of the most you know terrorizing uh, wingers in the game. He's just a unit, man. Like he's hard to bring down. Yeah, that and um, and Wolves are a tough cookie to or a tough nut to crack. Yeah, definitely. You know, so uh, no shame in, in not being able to score. A lot of teams haven't had success in beating them. Um, but like you said, I think uh, Leeds deserved a a point, mm-hmm. a point or two, or all three. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, uh, Saturday, Southampton versus Chelsea. Uh, Southampton was on a six-game losing streak in yeah. the Prem. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea have been on the up and up with their new uh, manager. Uh, so it looked like Chelsea would just come, come over and uh, you know whoop some ass. Uh, to Southampton's credit, they were able to tie the tie the the game. Yeah, a really nice goal too. I mean, I mean, uh, like that's the the best highlight I've seen of him in the Prem to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, uh, you know, he displayed a really good touch, good patience in the box, does a fake, gets the keeper and the defenders, and ends up calmly slotting it. Um, I think that's a guy they're going to have to rely on. In the prime, he can't be one-dimensional. If they're going to man-mark Danny Ings, you know, it cancels everybody out. They have Ward Prowse, who's been having a, a good season, slowed down a little bit. but Quite a bit. Uh, and then, you know, you still have to worry about uh, Nathaniel Redman, uh, Cresswell, uh, Gineppo when he's healthy. I mean, they're a, they're a good team, and I actually I'm kind of happy for Southampton because those results, to me, don't directly translate to the team they are. And yeah. ha- uh, Hasenhoff, or might be mis- mis- oh, Hassan Huddle, sorry. Uh, I might have been mispronouncing his name. You know, I don't think he's a bad manager. I think he's actually a, a no, top uh, manager. No, Southampton actually play really good football. Yeah. They're, they're an entertaining team to watch, the, the way they, they go after it. And they, you know, they, they try to create. They try to make something happen. They're not content with just sitting back and defending. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess they can do that when, when they need to. Um, but attacking-wise, they've really been lacking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they've been in high entertaining, like, 3-3 three, three games or they lose 3-4 to four or something. No, they're not, too they're many not really times. scoring all that well. They you have know, a decent back line, too. Mm-hmm. It has to be said. 
Yeah, and they and they're always going to be one of those teams that have an eye for talent. You know. Yeah, they, one of the best know, academies in England. A lot of a lot of good players that we know of today come from there, um, and uh, you know the attacking players. They just don't have their shooting boots. Uh, you just mentioned Danny Ings. We totally forgot about Che Adams. Yeah, that's right. Che Adams started off really great for his level, anyway. Yeah, and has I don't think he scored in a good while. Nah. Uh, so Binamino is definitely a good player that they have on loan. I don't think they'll hold on to him. Just nah, Because nah. Liverpool, they're gonna need him. I mean, that's three games. I think that he's played or two games or something, and he's already got more goals than his whole time at Liverpool. In the league, he might even have more than Firmino before the season's <laughs> like on some real. But yeah, um, you know, it is a bit worrying. I mean, sure, they got uh, they split a point, but Chelsea, on you know, despite killing possession, creating more opportunities, their only goal comes from a penalty. Which Mason Mount, by the way, the more I watch him, the more I realize that th- this is one of those players who is co- most comfortable. I feel like when the ball is still. Whether that be a corner, free kick, or in this case, a penalty. Set-piece specialist. Yeah, he's a, he's a proper Englishman, like a set-piece specialist. If they're going to be good at anything, it's that. You know, you, you could look at Rooney, Beckham, uh, even though those those players are way past this guy. But, Transcendent, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, that is a bit worrying from Chelsea, but, you know, it, asks, it begs more questions of Werner. I know Tammy Abram is going through his injury troubles right now. Mm-hmm. Giroud is the only guy that has really stepped up. I'm not sure if he actually played this match. Um, let's see. No, he stayed on the bench. Yeah, and he, that's the only guy I can really point to and, and say he's he's a factor. He's for sure going to uh, be a, a, a big threat every time. I think he needs to start, man. I think it's disrespectful at this point to have him on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, why not? This is a guy with experience on, on different teams in the prime, top team. So I think right now at this point, if you're going to develop Werner, develop him in your backyard, develop him on the training pitch. Because it seems that the more he plays, the more he looks lost, you know. Uh, I have to say, I'm a big. I was, I was high on on Werner. I'm I, I'm used to the thought that he might not be that this season. It's just not happening. He needs a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's film. Maybe it's positioning. But um, yeah, there, he had a quote. Um, I think, oh, I saw it. Yeah, I think on Friday, the week before, how he how it's it's really fast. The league and all the players are big and mm-hmm. you know they're strong and it's like um, I don't know Germany's pretty well known for those type of players too right uh, yeah and I, I do feel that the tempo is slower though but the size has always been there yeah and in germany the, the teams aren't really i don't know if, you, if you've watched a whole lot but the game is is a lot more attack oriented team you don't see a lot of burnleys is no what I mean. no a lot no. of burnleys west broms it's rare it's not a whole lot of that going on um so i i don't know if if that's a legit like cop out yeah, uh, I mean, weather-wise, they're similar, aren't they? More or less, yeah. I think definitely I will say that Leipzig is not the same style of football that is being played with Chelsea, and maybe that's been a problem for him. We saw that with Jovic, uh, where he was playing at Frankfurt in a very different system, and he goes to Madrid and, and fails to make the same impact. So sometimes it's a system thing. Yeah. But that's when you really show as a player that you're capable of playing at the highest level, and if you're not... You could only be comfortable at home eating, uh, you know... Sauerkraut. Yeah, sauerkraut. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I'm starting to get a little impatient with him as a fantasy owner <laughs> and also as a, as a fan of the game. It was a little high on him. So, yeah, there's going to have to be some serious changes in, changes in that lineup. Um, 
But we'll talk a little bit more about Chelsea in a little yeah. bit. And uh, another thing that happened was uh, uh, I think uh, I think uh, uh, Hudson Adoy was subbed on, played yeah. maybe half hour, maybe more, maybe less, and uh, was taken off. Yeah. Um, One of the most annoying things for me, like I would imagine as a player. Oh, for sure. That's man. like disrespectful, man. Like, yeah. could you really fuck up that bad to get subbed off again? Like, you're wasting two subs on one player. Yeah, and uh, Tuchel is one of those guys that he's not really afraid to mm-hmm. to, um, to know, ruffle light some a fire feathers. in you or, yeah, ruffle some feathers, speak his mind. He's mm-hmm. not going to be gentle, that's for sure. And I feel like I feel like that Lampard was the complete opposite to, yeah. to his own detriment. Yeah. As a manager, as a head coach, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, that's your job first and foremost. And then maybe if you're like one of those cool guys, you can be their buddies afterwards. But uh, it it looks like Hudson Odoi's attitude, his I don't know, just his general presence on the field wasn't what Tuchel's looking for. And uh, you know, he gave him a ball game. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the post match interview, he was pretty pissed off. You know, he's you know he's. Hudson Odoi, he's going to be direct. He's going to be forward. But it looks like that's not necessarily all of what Tuchel's looking for. What you're doing off of the ball also matters, right? Yeah. Um, so wasn't happy and took him off, and uh, Ziyech, uh, you know, made an appearance. Who also doesn't happen to be, who doesn't seem to be someone that uh, uh, Tuchel's com- yeah. going to be coddling. Nah, man. I don't think well we'll have to see it's hard it's very premature but very there's early. there's quite a few players that I don't think match what Tuchel wants out of his team but only time will tell what that is we're we're still kind of uh feeling him out pause uh, <laughs> anywho moving yeah. to a, another part of London uh hammers against the Spurs wait um or did I skip a game yeah you skipped you skipped the whole match day man Oh, my bad. I'm on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea versus Southampton ends up in 1-1. Double hockey sticks and then Burnley, West Brom. Yeah, nil-nil. Nil-nil donuts. Yeah, it's uh, a boring uh, game. We don't... No? Do we care? No, no. It's fuck it. Yeah, we those, those are the, the two... The, if I could pick two teams the, to get relegated, those two are taking the cake. <laughs> I feel bad for Sheffield. It'll probably be them. But those, are the, those would be the two yeah. teams. And, like, this is the most... Burnley versus West Brom score you can ever see. Yeah, it's nil, yeah. Nil. That's pathetic, man. I'm sorry. You think it's possible that both teams had zero possession? That'd be funny. Oh, Burnley, Burnley outpossessed them. God. But West Brom outshot them. Anyway, oh, fuck that. I'm sure we missed a a belter of a match. Yeah. All right, and moving on. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, Liverpool hosting Everton for. Uh, for a Merseyside derby. Yeah. I think their first win since 2002, I was seeing. It's crazy. Everton's first win uh, at, at Anfield. Anfield. Yeah. Or I think their first win in, in, in a derby between them, it's been that long. Like, they've been consistently losing to Liverpool every time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's That's crazy. a big brother. Yeah. I mean, they've managed to draw loads of times in between that time period, mm-hmm. but to get a win, never. And, yeah, it was, it was nice to see. Um, I will say the, the initial goal by Richarlison was really nice because of the way uh, James assisted it. It's kind of a broken play, lands on his foot, he just pokes it forward, and Richarlison, with space, is, is actually really clinical. I'll even say, at times, yeah, I feel like he's more clinical than Jesus, and these are two guys who 
can occupy the same space for Brazil on the mm-hmm. national team. Uh, great opening goal, and then from then on, Ancelotti trademark. Uh, one thing is he he has a great way of instilling discipline in his team, and they sat back, absorbed and countered when they could, and yeah, that was that. I mean, uh, later down the match, they they get a penalty. Sigurdsson uh, go, goes ahead and converts it, and yeah, uh, Liverpool just look depleted, man. They don't they have no belief. Uh, the le- their legs aren't there, and that could be because. People claim they the players have been ran into the ground, and I'm starting to to believe that. Um, I think so. Well, due to that just aggressive style, they haven't really uh, kept up as far as maintenance goes. Like when when you have a tough season, you want to bring in other players, and they haven't really done that this past season. You know, they brought in Thiago. He got injured for a good while, but they haven't really focused too much on the on the front line. The Jota came in, got injured right away as well. But the the front three that you know the trident as it is, you know Van Dyke injured, Gomez injured, uh, even Jordan Henderson picked up an injury. Who's going to be out for another I don't know month and a half or so now? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, their their season's pretty much done. They the only sliver of hope that they have now, and uh, you know it, it seems really unlikely is a Champions League run, but you know. Uh, they do. They're off to a good start. They're off to a good start. But they can get passes around, but I think they're getting after that. Whoever, they're getting clapped. Whoever, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Whoever they match up with. Yeah. Yeah. Two to zero. Um, damn. It's almost like not even surprising anymore. I, I I probably won't pick Liverpool too many times this season. Yeah. Yeah, and now Handel's gone. Yeah. They're down to sixth place as we speak. Forty points. How did? pretty decent start and now it's now it's just a free fall yeah um can they finish yeah. within a champions league spot sheesh uh no that's too much to ask for whoa yeah imagine that liverpool not in champions league that's crazy it's crazy because because they're that good well they were sheesh chelsea's looking more likely what happened uh, west west ham up there, we'll, we'll talk about them in just a quick second. So yeah, moving on. Uh, Liverpool lose to Everton two to zero. Up the toffees. Yep. <laughs> Great job. And then uh, Fulham hosting Sheffield United, a battle uh, of uh, who wants to leave the relegation zone. Yeah, I'm glad uh, Fulham won. Yeah. Fulham, yeah, Fulham. <laughs> They're not an 18th place team to me. Nah. They're somewhere between 15th, 14th. In terms of like playing style and and players and management, uh, but yeah, one to zero win for Fulham. Uh, goal by Adamola Lukman, who was I think one of our first bottlers. Yeah, <laughs> and look how far he's come. Yeah, um, he's actually one of the better players. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it, sometimes when you have the cheek to Panenka penalty in in the first game of the season, like that just speaks of your confidence. So it's never a matter of confidence with him. I think he's finally finding his footing in the league, and uh, I think with the right coaching, the right guidance, he can be you know one of the more promising attackers in in the league. Almost like as a you know, I think he still has a, a some some ground to make up, but in that category, max mm. with the maxi means of the world. Um, but we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I'm glad Fulham won. Sucks for Sheffield United. But nah, uh, fuck that. <laughs> Chris Wilder's a Chris Chris Wilder's a Brexiteer. Ah uh, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, we don't we don't show we don't show no love to you Brexiteers. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're, if you're a Burnley that, fan, 
This might not be your pod, man. None of that on the bottled soccer talk pod. And and as for Sunderland fans, uh, well, they get enough shit, right? Uh, in the river. Uh, I knew it. It was no, coming. It yeah. was coming. I love that song. Um, now, if now we're ready. Time. Now yeah. it's time. <laughs> this was actually one of my favorite matches of the week, just because I like West Ham as a team. Mm-hmm. Just really well dispersed team in terms of talent. Moyes yeah, that's is my FIFA team right now. Yeah, oh, dude, they're they're a dream to play with on FIFA. I don't think they have Felipe Anderson anymore. I think he went to Portugal. But when he was on this team, he was he was a joy to watch, much like uh, Payet was back in the day. But it's crazy. Now that all these players have left, West Ham have only managed to get better. So hats off to David Moyes so far in this season. And Mikel Antonio has been really the shoulder to, to lean on in terms of the attack. And he's promising. If he's not assisting, he's scoring. He's a unit. You know, he's, he's a veteran already. He's been in the league for a minute now. So he kind of shows leadership. And I think... Uh, if he doesn't leave West Ham, I think he's earned himself a contract there for the the rest of his uh, you know competitive career. And yeah, man, I can't say enough good things about him. It's important to say that uh, you know Lingard as well is finding his footing. Uh, you know, after not getting PT for the better half of a year, to finally start getting that and and the goals are kind of coming in, the assists that time. I mean, uh, you know, I, all I can do is hats off to to, to both players really. And uh, to touch on Spurs, you know, uh, Lucas Mora scored the only goal for them. And, Pretty good uh, goal. Oh, yeah, man. He, that's a guy who's who's solid. You know, he's maybe not as reliable as other wingers in the league, but, you know, you can always expect to get some produc- um, production out of him. Yeah. I will say this, though. Uh, Spurs uh, uncharacteristically dominated possession and really pressed the issue. But that back line is actually solid, and it even begins with the midfield. I think Susek is brilliant, has a defensive quality to him, as well as an attacking quality, and... Uh, Declan yeah. Rice as well. Declan Rice, yeah, definitely. Uh, number 41, so that name will be popping up again in a few weeks. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. He's like one of those kind of fringe um, national team players for England, too. Yeah, oh, I think he'll get the call-up. Um, because if we're talking about a true center defensive mid, like just center defensive, like a guy who can clean up the back. It used to be Eric Dyer for me. Like uh, like a few years ago, I thought he was going to occupy that position. Now I think Declan Rice is the best option in terms of a defensive mm-hmm. uh, center mid. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, Greenwich. everybody else is attacking. You know, Grealish, Madison, Foden. So yeah, I like Declan a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. does this put uh, Jose in the hot seat now? Because um, it's a lot of bad results. You know, it's. I mean, it's piling up basically. Yeah. Um, you know, you, I. It would be. Yeah, it would be crazy to not consider it. But I think there's a clause in his contract that if there is a termination, it would cost Spurs a ton of money, like 40 mil or something Fuck. like that. Yeah. Yeah, he sees it coming, so he just adds it to his contracts now. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't... I love me, Mourinho. So, like, it's going to be tough for me to be hard on him and, mm-hmm. like, not give him a way out. And... You can only blame because the the real injuries that they only have is Reguilon and um, who else? Nah, I mean Harry Kane was injured, but he's back now. He's back. Uh, yeah, there's really nobody. Else. I mean, they might have somebody, but it's it's minute. No, it's no not. one, no one as notable as Reguilon. No, yeah, so, Reguilon's a big miss. I will say. Yeah, but that also speaks speaks to like the lack of depth that they do have. Right. Um. That's the thing. Like, what what would be West Ham's excuse? Because I I don't feel that they have 
nearly as much depth as Tottenham, you know? No. And and there's a few no, other but teams. You know, you have like a good like a Ben Rama here, Lanzini there. Oh yeah, I do like him. Uh, but Diop, you know, he's <laughs> good. But yeah, you... I think maybe the the lack of versatility, like I feel like. Yeah, he needs to he needs to uh, refresh, you know, his tactics. You know, a strictly counter-attacking side, and like you said, they they did dominate possession. So, and they clearly dominated the shots on goal. They had twenty shots on goal to like. I think they had way more than than West Ham. I'm gonna pull up the stat right now. Yeah, West Ham were more efficient. They were a hundred percent with their shots on target. Yeah, so four. twenty to four, but again, Tottenham only had four shots. That doesn't account for block shots, though, does it? I don't think so. Okay, no. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. It, it looks like it's going to be a, a wake-up call for Mourinho to to change his tactics. Start playing Dele Alli, maybe? Yeah, add some creativeness to it. Um, you know, uh, Hjoiberg and, and, and Dombele have been playing really well together, but I don't really see either one having like that much of a cre- creativity. And Dombele, he'll have a good dribble here and there. But in terms of passing, he's not going to open up the pitch for you. Nah. He's like very, very uh, short passing or oriented. Yeah. Um, you you have to create space in order to get the most out of uh, Son, and maybe uh, maybe start putting uh, Kane a little higher up the pitch to finish. Yeah, it's hard to really find a solution there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I guess at least they're keeping it competitive. I mean, that's the only silver lining you can get. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's about it on that. Um. Moving on to the next match, a battle of the Midlands. Uh, yeah. Leicester against Villa. Villa, who isn't at full strength, so this is a good result for Leicester, but a bit expected, I'd say. And, um, you know, the typical uh, the typical bandits, uh, Harvey Barnes and Madison. Sometimes when it's not those two guys, it's Vardy. It's like that trifecta that scores the most for them. Um, and, yeah, they, they managed to, 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 you know, do the goods on Villa. Villa... You know, get one goal via Bertrand Traore, who he's a good player. Um, you know, a bit wasteful at times, but um, he's capable of scoring some belters here and there. And um, yeah, I think Leicester right now, uh, I wouldn't say they're surprising me. I always feel like they have a good chance at top six. Uh, they currently sit at third place, though, and I think they're really putting the pressure on United, mm-hmm. which is good for United because they they need to aspire to reach the top. But you know, having that fire under you is is definitely a plus. It's going to be interesting to see how the season pans out, but I, I really like Leicester so far. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Villa's not really going to do much without Grealish, unfortunately. Yeah, it's um, their best player by, by far. far. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've really taken taken a nosedive from, from their, you know, lofty positions in the end of, uh, you know, 2020. Yeah. I think starting with that loss to United on Christmas or whenever that was. Uh, but even still, Leicester are actually doing really well. Like you said, they're finding uh, they're finding attack throughout different players. Yeah. So, you know, it, like you said, if it's not one guy, it's another. And they're going to be they're going to be looking at the goal all the time. They're a good counterattacking team when they need to be. Yeah. But they're good at build up with Barnes and uh, Madison creating plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're tough. And despite you know a few injuries to like Justin James, that's a big miss. But they have the facilities to make mm-hmm. up for that. And I think that's what really points mm-hmm. to a good manager. And Brendan Rodgers, one of the more experienced guys. So 
credit to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. another guy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Leicester are in third with forty nine points. They're they're tied on points with United, but there's a slight goal differential there that's benefiting United for the time being. Yeah, that's thanks Southampton. <laughs> uh, Two to one Leicester. Moving on, um, Arsenal hosting Manchester City. Yeah. Uh, dull affair, <laughs> but yeah. City pulls it off one to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Clean sheet, baby. Clean sheet, City. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, boring game. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't expect the goal to come so early. It did. Uh, header from Sterling, like, whoever betted Over on that. Holding. That's so that, – that must have been crazy. But, um, you know, just such an unlikely goal by a player that it's likely to score but not like that. Uh, I want to say, you know, just great uh, play by Morris to free that up and, and you know, kind of dink it over to, to Sterling, and he just easily slots it in with his head. And yeah, it was some pretty weak defending from Tierney. Yeah, you know, and then I feel like, you know, and then watching the game today as well, I think City are capitalizing from crosses in the box now, and I don't know if it's a positioning thing or where they're putting the crosses or the timing and the tempo, but it's it's from guys who shouldn't be scoring headers, by the way. And I think that's why defenders mentally check out and don't expect that that run or that you know that that spacing to be open for that player but uh credit to city for capitalizing and <laughs> me and some of my friends who are arsenal fans or even city fans were just joking that it, it almost seems like arteta took his foot off the pedal i mean sorry pep took his foot off the pedal as soon as they were up you know kind of doing a solid to his homie but credit to arsenal though they you know despite not really you know i, I read dominating. that notion online yeah of uh you know a city taking you know like not not being in you know fourth or fifth gear as they yeah tend to like if they're playing chelsea or liverpool or united not really united united have given us really good games lately but like chelsea or liverpool like we go out for blood if we're up two nil we're going for four nil like and then i didn't get that notion with arsenal yeah, i yeah but i i don't really yeah i don't really uh i don't really uh like that i don't agree well, we beat Liverpool 5-0 the, the season previous when, when they had all the players. So, like I'm saying, when we play Liverpool, we go all, all out on them. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that same kind of pressure Agency. with Arsenal. Yeah, I just really didn't. I don't know if he was trying to save the players' legs, but defensively, though, class. Ruben Diaz, he's a wall. Um, some people were upset that David, David Luiz was exchanging a few giggles, a few laughs, a salute. Pleasantries. Yeah, with uh, with Ederson, Gabriel, Bernardo, Joao, you know, all the, the Portuguese band. Or Portuguese speaking Ben, um, yeah, man. I, I mean, City had more shots, more shots on target, more possession. It was clear, and it was a, it made for a boring match for me personally. But you know, there was a few things to. to I feel like at. Arsenal did okay though. It's not like they were toothless in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there, there was some pretty good success on the flanks with uh, Tierney going up. Uh, I know Bellerin made a few good runs up to uh, give. Pepe some space. Pepe didn't really show up, but he wasn't really giving too much service. Odegaard was missing completely. Yeah, he was shut, th- shut he was, out. He was uh, wasteful with his passing. He wasn't... He was walking the pitch at times. I, I didn't really like his performance at all. Shaka, to me, though, was making really good passes, good interceptions. Uh, he's not all that great when he's being pressed, but, you know, he's good for a you know, a through ball or a long ball. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked his performance. And um, Obama Yang was, was pretty much shut down until they moved him to the wing. But even then, you know, he's trying to outrun somebody that's got 10 yards in front of him. John Stones just bodied him. 
Yeah, 10, 10, pa- uh, 10 yards, two stone. It's like, yeah, bro. You're not going to win that. John one. Stones is a unit. and I've never seen John Stones act like that, man. Um, you know, and I don't know if it's uh, an effect of having Ruben Diaz on the team now, but he's just unlocked another level of, of like, being a, a dick, you know? Like, he's <laughs> a dick now. Like, before, I feel like he was too nice. More of a possession-based center back. But, you know, he has that tooth to him now, and... It just goes to show, even when City's not that sharp on attack defensively, and people have said this on the timeline before, when City's up 1-0, it feels like they're up 2-3-0. And I, f- I, I still believe that. Um, but yeah, because good, good luck tying it to them. Yeah. But also, try fucking <laughs> winning now. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's tough. It's tough to see them losing too many more times this season. They're bound to take a loss. <laughs> They're bound to take a loss. I, I agree like, with you. Like, but like when sports wise, they have to lose, right? Yeah, they're I mean, not going to go the rest of the season undefeated. This reminds me of like the Warriors' run uh, when they got the best record in the NBA, mm-hmm. and you know they lost in the finals eventually. Oh, yeah. But um, the, the getting that that run, it was almost unbelievable. Everybody started talking about it. Like, fuck, are they going to do it again? Are they going to do it again? And I, I, for this game, I predicted a draw. I thought that City were going to drop a few points. But man, it's just they—they're steamrolling right now, and it's trickled into the other cup competitions. We'll touch in, touch on later. But yeah, good result. Arsenal can't hang your head on it too much. At least the goal differential didn't take a big hit for them. And yeah, uh, yeah, there there were still good things worth worth mentioning for Arsenal. It wasn't like a total loss. They weren't completely wiped out. Um, yeah, uh, it's just a tough game. But you're it's. So Manchester City is the team right now, and they're they're just going to be hard to to beat. Yeah, we're dad. Oh shit. Uh, oh god. Oh, here come the city fans. Uh, next match, um, Manchester United hosting Newcastle. Um. Ole's at the wheel. <laughs> Ole's at the wheel. Uh, uh, great, great first goal by by Rashi. Oh yeah. Meg Finally, cut in. Finally, and shoots over the the same defender. Yeah, I think I showed you last week that there's a there's a guy that's scoring uh, the Premier League not on games but on nutmegs. Yeah, and uh, um, Leeds happens to be in first. Yeah, but uh, I think Manchester United in third or fourth or something. Yeah, City was like fourth. And uh, and uh, Rashford is the leading nutmegger. Mm. Well, he got like three nutmegs this game. Yeah, he gets his nuts in, man. <laughs> He's taking them nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. United were better. Yeah. And I last week I did I did uh, predict that uh, Wambasaka was going to be uh, keeping uh, Maximin in his pocket. Not the case. Maximin was pretty dangerous. He was throughout. Yeah. Um, did he have an amazing game? No, not really. But yeah, nobody really did. He got he got a couple shots off. He got his goal. He yeah. equalized at one point, and yeah. then. Um, Daniel James ended up scoring yeah. the second goal. I remember. Um, and then Bruno, in typical Bruno fashion, yeah, gets a penalty. Do I mind that? I don't care. It's a goal. Yeah. Hey, was it a pen? It, it was right. a pen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, three to one. Not really much there to talk about. Newcastle's. Relegation. Bank. They're they're suddenly in the relega- relegation zone. I thought they were pretty safe from it for a good while, and now they're. I don't know. One more loss and a and a Fulham win gets them into 18th place. So, yeah. uh, 
they Tough. they got to watch their ass, but they really had no, nothing really going for them. Nothing mm-hmm. consistent anyway. <clears throat> nah, nothing consistent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, three to one. Not much else really to talk about there. And then on Monday, uh, Brighton hosting Crystal Palace, two to one. Um, did you watch this one? I didn't yeah. watch this one. I did. Beautiful I did. goal by um, what's his name? Mateta. Mateta. Yeah, just. Uh, I mean, it was a nice goal. It was a great cross, and he just kind of uh, rotates and kind of backheels it into the side netting. You know, beautiful goal. I don't know. Like I, sometimes I feel like that doesn't take a lot of skill personally, but because I feel it, like it looks nice. It looks yeah. very nice though, and and it yeah. was a great goal, good finishing. Um, and then uh, what's it called? Veitman equalizes it. Uh, I think in the second half. Yeah, he does second half. And then uh, I thought the game was done and dusted. One one. Both teams splitting a point. I thought Brighton played better, by the way. But well, I'm looking at the stats right now. And 74 percent possession for Brighton. 25 yeah. shots. Yeah, they played much better. They it was like it was dumb. They kept hitting post, hitting you know random shit. Now, you know at the end of the game, stoppage time in typical uh, Roy Hodgson manner, you know cross into the box and Benteke credit he just smacks it in, does his LeBron celebration. And the the coolest thing was that uh, some like young nineteen year old kid won fifty k off of his NBC Pickham uh, predictions, and I was like, bro, he really had to wait to the last minute for that to go through. Dude, I'd be uh, jumping up and down crying. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, 50K, bro. But, yeah, this is a right? smash and grab to its to the finest and Roy Hodgson, and uh, that's what he does. That's what he specializes in. I feel bad for Graham Potter and his men. They put in a shift, and these games mean a lot to them because these are games they can win. They don't even get a point. Tough, man. Um, but, yeah, what can you say? Do you think that uh, Brighton are going to be battling relegation too? Yeah. They are. They are. Um, my only hope is that Burnley starts dropping hella points. See, the thing is, is like it's only 18th place that teams need to avoid. Yeah. Um, which, duh, no shit. But, you know, 19th and 20th are so far back that it's not like they're at 20 points each either, you know? Mm-hmm. That where anyone can overlap each other. It's it's really just one team that's fighting, scratching their way out. Yeah. And Fulham of the three next teams, the 15th, 16th, and 17th place teams... Well, not Burnley. Burnley's 28. They seem pretty safe for now. But 16th and 17th, man. Fulham, Fulham is, can catch you, man. Yeah. Brighton, they don't, they're don't. they not good at getting results. Newcastle, Newcastle is bad. They're not good. Yeah. They didn't really give it uh, United that many problems. Their best player is really the only thing that you need to neutralize. And then after that. Yeah. Um. You just hope for a penalty or something. Um, but, yeah, Brighton's not looking good. Uh, anyway, 2-1 to one win for Crystal Palace. I did read a stat, though. Um, Benteke has the most goals in, in stoppage time? Premier League history. Wait. Past the 90th Oh, past minute. the 90th. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was about to say. Like, oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he's known for that. I, I loved him when he was at Villa. That's the best Benteke you'll ever see. He's kind of coming back to that level, but it's going to take a while to Well, to let's get say, like, his best is somewhere between that level and what he is now. Not necessarily what Liverpool were hoping for when they signed oh, him. Oh, yeah. He, he was a dud at Liverpool, like, much like Wilfred Boney was for City and, uh-huh. like, that kind of player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at one point, it was looking competitive between Benteke and Lukaku, and Lukaku just... 
Yeah, because they have like the same sort of physique, same age, same country. You know, that's yeah. that was just a thing, and now he's. At the, well, Lukaku's clear, one of the best in the world, mm, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe they're not that dissimilar. Mm. One gets more shine than the other. Maybe. Sometimes, I mean, I'm sure if you put Benteke on Inter, he'll he'll do the goods, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Nah. They're, nah. They're, they're... Anyway, <laughs> that's just me taking credit away from uh, from uh, uh, Lukaku. Rome? Yeah. Both also don't look like they're 27 or whatever age they're supposed to be. Whoa. I'll have you know, our brothers, they age a little uh, differently, all right? Uh, that's not how the saying goes, though. Ah, uh, well, we got to keep it PC. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, following matches, leads, 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 leads. Puts a three-piece on Southampton, 3-0. to zero. Clean sheet. Yeah. Something that Leeds does never does. And uh, this puts Leeds in right in the middle. Tenth place. Equal on goal differential. Chaotic neutral if I ever saw one. Yeah, they really are. I would love if they ended the season in tenth place with zero goal differential. Yeah, it would be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, Bamford, man. I don't know what the guy has to do to convince you. 13 goals. <laughs> Nah, he's good. He's good. He's a good striker, but there's better strikers from England. Like I'll take Danny Ings over him any day. You know? Okay, fair enough. I mean, there's just a, there's just a lot of guys DCL, but I think my problem with him is that he bottles a lot, but he gets a lot of chances, and you're gonna get a lot of chances on a team like Leeds. Now, if he played for Newcastle or a team like that, man, bro, he's like a five goal a season player for me. But thankfully, he plays for a great manager. If he a great plays sister. for uh, for Newcastle, you think he's only netting five goals? Yeah, five, ten goals. Yeah, I mean, he's on like, and I, and I think um, if you put like, uh, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Callum Wilson from Newcastle, and you bring him onto Leeds, he'd have more goals. I think he's a benefactor of the system he's in and the players that are around them. By the way, Jack Harrison, Rafinha, uh, Alioski at times, you know, it's just a bunch of players. Dallas, they create a lot for him. And he, he bottles a lot, man. I'm sure you've seen it before. That's my gripe with him. I think he's still a good player, though. I just don't... I don't hype him up. I don't know. I just... I think there's better players at, at that position mm-hmm. at, from from the same country, you know? No, I do think that, that he's... Well, I mean, let's be honest. All those players, save for maybe Rafinha, are benefiting from the system. I think all of them are. It's it's mm-hmm. a group effort. But, like, say, uh, uh, in terms of, like, uh, who's more clinical, I think there's more clinical players than him. I think Rafinha is more clinical. I think uh, Rodrigo's more clinical. But he's just well, not in the position to culminate the attack. You know what I mean? I'd like to know how many, like, what his conversion rate is. Like, that, on be target. Interesting. Yeah, that's, you got to really dig for yeah. those. Um, but, um, but he's I mean, there. you're right. You're right. He's not the best striker. He, he takes their penalties, he's up there. too. I he's believe. up there with, uh, with um, goal scorers, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's obviously better options. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know if Callum Wilson's better though. Well, like I, that's that's where I go into the the system thing. Like, do you think that he has like maybe like a shot, like a just a very slight shot for a national team? No, no, not not a chance. <laughs> uh, there's too many great strikers. You have Dominic Calvert Lewin, Ings, Kane. Uh, you know, you could consider Rashford a striker. I'll take Damn. Liam Delap over this clown. Damn. That's just me. Nah, I'm just kidding. Damn. Not going too far. Nah, but I, I think well, he's... Well, no, I think you really think that. You just don't want to... I just don't want to, uh, you know, rile up the lead supporters because that's their poster boy. Um, but... Uh, I don't think... Yeah. 
Bielsa is the poster boy for Leeds, man. Well, he's that man's po- going to get a statue. Yeah, he's going to get a proper uh, knob polishing from... Uh, <laughs> never mind. The, Let me the not get into ladies that. ladies in uh, <laughs> yeah. Allen Road. Yeah, but, I mean, Rafinha's goal was my favorite, though. Um, you know, what Free a kick. Yeah. Dedicates it to Ronaldinho's mom. Yeah, to his mom. And Rafinha is actually getting a ton of attention from all the other teams, man. Yeah, he's the see that, of the ball. That that's the that's like that's the guy that's like yeah okay maybe I agree with what you said earlier. That's a guy for me that no matter what the system is he's gonna ball. Mm-hmm. Maybe Maximin is like that too. You know, imagine Maximin on Leeds. Sheesh. Fuck, that'd be dope. Eating, but um, you know. Oh, but then that means uh, Jack Harrison will have to. Ah, uh, yeah, and Jack Harrison is is you know he's actually up there in goal tallies too. Surprisingly, he scored quite a bit this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know Leeds again. If nothing else, they're going to be a fun watch, and I enjoy watching them yeah. whenever I get the chance. And uh, anybody who, who loves the game, just watch Leeds, you know, it's a good time. Yeah, and, like, the, a big criticism is that Leeds are, they're all, you know, championship-level players. Well, clearly not. Clearly yeah. not. Yeah. There's, maybe there's maybe they're not as, like, well-known. Maybe they're, they didn't come up from, like, the academies that a lot of these guys did, like, like Rashford, Foden, Mason Mount, all that shit, but... Yeah, they're in. They're they've been conditioned to put in a shift, and the way that Marcelo Bielsa has, has uh, you know, been rough with them, they've they've they're yeah. doing all right, and they're not a great team, but they're if they invest more, man, and they'll be able to, especially if they get like a pretty good fee for like say Rafinha. I don't think anyone's gonna. I hope I hope he stays, man. The thing is, the higher leads finish on the table, the more money they'll get at by the end of the season. So it goes yeah. by positioning. It's I was I was reading about or listening to that on Talksport today. There's like a certain amount of money you get, like forty mil for first place, and it just you know it slowly goes down. If so if they can get like a good center back, a couple of good center backs, yeah, and maybe like a like think, someone to pair a Calvin Phillips with, yeah. I think and the keeper they have, by the way, is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he's really good, yeah. Super young, and damn, he's going to be worth a lot if they have to sell him, too. Yeah, if they sell him, Rafinha, um, you know, even someone might go in for Calvin Phillips, too. Yeah. But yeah. with the way that Marcelo Bielsa is able to set them up, you know, whoever they get is someone that he's going to handpick mm-hmm. and someone that is going to shape mold with the rest of the team. I If he stays, I don't really, like, have trouble seeing them fighting for a Europa League spot. Next yeah. season, yeah. But uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them fish off of some of City's players, like some of the fringe players, you know, like because Zinchenko could flourish on a team like like Bielsa's or hmm. uh, you know some of our young players that don't really get as much uh, playing time. Yeah, the experience of Bielsa is like, yeah, you know, yeah. That, it's like, like Danny Alves notch. says, like it's like when playing for Pep, it's like almost as good as sex. <laughs> I, I think uh, I'd rather take the sex. I prefer the sex. <laughs> yeah, nah, but yeah, credit to Leeds. Fun team to watch, as per. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Leeds, uh, Leeds, 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 Leeds. I got the shirt on. Oh uh, yep, I got the fucking shirt. The Macron. Macron. All right, so let's see here. All right, so we'll move on to the preview of this week. And uh, man, I like this match. I really like it. Starting off the weekend. Pretty good. Yeah. Manchester City hosting West Ham United. Uh, we dropped points to them earlier this season, too, I think. Did you? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Well. We have a ten- tendency for dropping points against West Ham, and it's always Mikel Antonio. Really? 
Yeah, he's. I guess that's why I was. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what the uh, Miguel Antonio uh, Ruben Diaz battle is going to look like. <sighs> I mean, I'd rather hear your prediction first because you know what I'm going to say. I think it's time. Yeah, it oh. has to be. It has to be. Oh my god! Um, we keep predicting it. But <laughs> yeah. I, I just one. I'm getting tired of it. Like the way you guys stride around and shit. And then yeah, you guys keep talking about everyone talking about how you're, you know, shady business dealings and all that shit. And like no one's talking about that except you guys anymore. So well, I, I want. I want. To, that's a, a loss. Yeah. So you guys oh, can talk okay. about how how you're still seven points ahead anyway. Yeah. It's just the thing is, I think it's it's the fans that discredit like from other teams. Like if you see any um, people's uh, you know global posts, oh City got their 19th game in a row. First comment, well yeah they're an oil club and they spent so and so quid. And it's like all right bro, like this shit has been from the moment I've been a City fan, every year is the same shit. And yeah. now the more we break records, the more I start seeing the comments. It's like. Any yeah. way to discredit but us, it's going to happen. I, but, yeah, a lot of times it's, it's like, preemptive where you guys, like, kind of try to shut that down with your initial comment. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Well, some fans take the bait. I don't take it personal anymore. For me, it's but, like you don't know the game if you're saying no, that. No, but sometimes, like, the, the Manchester City fan will will talk about how other people are talking about it. It's like, okay, no one brought that up. So just make your point and... Yeah, and well, we can the discuss thing is, that. Where's your hypocrisy for other teams? Like, I don't see people commenting on Chelsea and they spent two hundred mil this transfer season. You know, I've right, been talking about. It's that. like, well, it calmed down since the Lampard left, but yeah, we've no. been talking about the ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah, but you know, we're not the only team that spends money. In fact, we barely spent this summer, and people still want to bring that up. So I just point at the hypocrisy. You barely spent. Yeah, we spent on Ruben Diaz, and Nathan Ake, and we mm-hmm. we made some money back by selling players. So that's not right. that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't spend on Werner, Ziyech. Uh, well, Chelsea was the most active during this COVID period. Yeah, well, they, they had they had a ban. Yeah, and we lost Vincent Company and played a whole season without replacing him. Nobody felt, you know, everybody felt to notice that or mention that. So, yeah, we had to get I Diaz. Don't think, yeah. Well, um, I don't think that bears I know, but responding to. No matter what, no matter how many millions we spend, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter because the system we employ, that's priceless. Like, no matter what. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I meant to talk about that in the Arsenal match, so... City when they attack, if you look at their team, with theirs there was a few points even, and it's been it's been like this pretty the I would say like the last two months where the high line that City employ goes even into the opponent's half mm-hmm. into into so everyone except the the keepers on the opponent's half yeah so when they attack it's like very compact there's like very there's players in between like lines and shit yeah and then when the opponent gets the ball. It expands everyone like like instinctively just like it's like an accordion with, yeah. with city you get you get the ball it, it goes in it's like those balls that can expand and close mm-hmm, back in exactly yeah. like yeah like with the hinges yeah, yeah. exactly so it, I, I thought that was so cool the way it, like immediately it, it like it inflated and then when you get the ball it's just like slowly mm-hmm. like crushing you it's like a ball constriction. <laughs> yeah it's beautiful to watch yeah, I mean, yeah i was i was like whoa this is dope man i, I really like that yeah um, too bad you're cunts yeah i mean yeah we are but I guess just to bite into the meat, I I'm sorry. I see a two 0 city win. I like West Ham. They're they're a threat for sure. But I just KDB's back. Aguero played his first minutes today. I but, just can't see it, man. But Lingard, uh, Lingard, fabulous player. I love his his performance so far. But 
Curious. I feel like we can shut down uh, any player, you know, with the exception of like, you know, the, the really great ones like Mbappe, Messi, players like that. You Bruno. Know? <sighs> well, yeah, Bruno's up there too. Um, I mean, even though he hasn't really done much against us this season, but um, yeah, I'm curious to know what that battle with Declan Rice and uh, and Suchek a lot against uh, Gundogan and uh, Rodri or Fern, yeah. Or Fernandinho. Who played a... I mean, he didn't touch on this. Played a hell oh, of a he, match yeah. on Arsenal. Party man of the match for City. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I, I love that guy. Just a professional, man. Yeah. He's just he, wise. He was exactly... He was in the exact spots he was supposed to be. Yeah. Beautiful. From a six, that's... But he doesn't score goals. Uh, <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> nah, but... Listen, if City were to lose or drop points to West Ham, I don't mind because I like West Ham. I like what they're doing this season, but I, I really don't see it happening. Moyes and his boys. Moyes um, and his boys, yeah. I don't want to predict the score. Uh, no, go ahead. 1-0 one one. One West Ham. 2-1. 2-1, uh, right? Yeah, no clean sheets. Fair play, fair play. Um, next match, uh, I'm going to just get straight to it. Brighton, 2-0. I, I, I think West Brom are just nah. I see a draw, double uh, hockey sticks. I just feel bad for Allardyce, so yeah, maybe a draw. I don't feel bad for Allardyce uh, at all. I want him to lose a stupid-ass little whoa. record. He's like, I've never been relegated before. I hope you know that. Uh, so other yeah. other managers <laughs> brag about how many trophies they've won in countries that you know no one can dream of. This guy's like, I'll have yeah. you know I've never been yeah. relegated, not once. Yeah. All right, fair enough. We'll see it happen. Yeah, he's never also he's never taken a loss in the Champions League. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's never played one or coached, managed one. Yeah, uh, no, I just take Brighton because they play more progressive football and they they just attack better in my opinion. So yeah. Yeah, West Brom's really good at parking it. Um. Uh, one one. Yeah. You you said one nil. Yeah, one nil. Okay, and then the next match is Leeds hosting Aston Villa. I'll take Leeds. Three to one, Leeds. Yeah, I'll take Leeds uh like two nil. Not bad. I, Not bad. I mean they could score more, but I feel like uh Villa's gonna have more like they're gonna have pride. They're not gonna wanna lose like to a, a team that just got recently promoted. But you know, you can never really predict what's gonna happen. Obviously if Villa had Grealish, it's a different story, but they don't and it's gonna be like that for a while, so Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'll take Leeds. Leeds, yeah. Leads, 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 leads. Next match is pretty equal too. Uh, oh yeah, Wolves are, are having a knack for winning these games though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw it last week. Um, that's a tough one though. I'll take a one-one draw. Newcastle hosting Wolves. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. One-one draw. One-one's fine. I'm okay with the one-one. A uh, goal from uh, Miguel Almiron and I don't know. Um, Actually, let me take Pietro that back. Nieto. For, for, for my own agenda, I'll take Wolves 2-1. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Pedro Neto and Podencia. <laughs> you keep getting Podencia. Does he even get off the bench? All I can tell you, he's on, on, on Portugal's national team, and he wears the 10 for, for Wolves. Yeah, yeah. He's officially on the on the national team for Portugal? Damn near. <laughs> I mean, international football's best. Oh, uh, Pedro Neto is, is oh, clear. He's good. He, oh, uh, Pedro Neto is different. Pedro Gusto. He's, he's, yeah, that dude is, uh, he's taking girls, but he's also taking ankles on the pitch, man. Yeah, man, he's nice. He's, a, he's one of those he's lefties, nice. man. You know, he's also one of those players that I could see a big team going for. Uh, Come to Madrid. United. Do some Figo type shit. 
Well, nothing's ever going to match that, is it? No, well, f- forget P- uh, Figo. Nobody's going to match Ronaldo, man. <laughs> That's like the best Portuguese ever. So Yeah, um, but yeah, um, United needed a winger. Madrid could use one, I guess. For the he wouldn't be that expensive. No, only twenty. I don't know if he's at that level though. Yeah, it's a risk that you take though. Like I, I like yeah the for risk. like yeah twenty twenty five. Instead yeah. of spending one hundred a hundred million on a player that's already proven, sometimes it's nice when you drop fifty and he becomes a hundred million player under your wing. I think those are risks you got to take sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, should be a good one. Okay, then moving on to Sunday's matches. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Fuck. I'll take Fulham. That's a winnable game for Fulham. Yeah, I'll take 2-1 Fulham. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Ooh, Leicester versus Arsenal. Sheesh, that's a good one. Oh, man, this is going to be great because uh, I don't want to spoil it. But two of my close friends, one is an Arsenal, one's a Leicester fan. Uh, and we may be hearing of some kind of dialogue on that next week. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a great game, man. I have Leicester, personally. Mm-hmm. I think they're just in great form. And I think it's going to be close. I think they scratch by with their wins. Yeah, and I, I think that's what they're like going to do. always better. I'll take 3-2. Wow. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. an entertaining match. I hope so. Um, I'll take Arsenal. Fair. 2-0. to zero. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, James Madison is—he still has a pulse, and so does Harvey Barnes and Jamie Vardy in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, well, it's gonna be interesting. Like send midfield battle. I hope that Arsenal are able to to create more. But containing Madison and uh, Barnes is going to be a tall order for uh, for Shaka and El Nenny. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. And I mean, it's important to to also note that um, Justin James is out. So I'm I'm curious to which winger is going to take advantage of that. I don't know if Pepe's still going to play. Willie, I doubt William will play. I think it's going to really come down to Bukayo Saka and Pepe to open up that attack. Yeah, you know? and on and against City, I'll have to say that. Saka played on the left. Yeah. Which his best position is going to be on the right. And he tried putting Obama Yang in the in the center where when he's most effective on the left. So Arteta has to has to figure out what he wants to do with Odegaard, with Saka and Pepe. I think those are the main things. Because without those guys, he's kind of left to putting to putting um Fuck is his name? Obama Yang. Yeah. Like in, in this weird position. So I want to see how, how he adjusts for that. But yeah, 2 0 Arsenal. Sheesh. All right, next match. <laughs> um, Tottenham versus Burnley. Yeah. I'll go 1 uh, 0 Tottenham. 1 0? Yeah. Hmm. Smashing grab, huh? They don't, they're, they're not exactly killing it right now. And I, no. I don't think Burnley are exactly Wolfsburger. 1 0. They're struggling to score, man. Well, Wolfsburgers a little more open, aren't they? Yeah, they're a little more open to score on. Um, and I don't think Burnley will will do that. You know, I think their 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 main strength is defense. And I, I've told people all along this season, Mourinho's just the Portuguese Sean Dyche, and that's the guy he's going to be facing. So, I mean, how I much ca- silverware does Sam Dyche have? Um, well, I have never seen his kitchen cabinet. I'm sure he has quite a few, though. 
I will say this. How much of a squad budget has Sean Dyche had compared to Mourinho? Yeah, on average. Yeah, you watched that. I don't know, man. I feel like I, does, I could say a 1-1 one, one draw. Sam Dyche's uh, resume warrant uh, Mourinho's budget? Well, he doesn't have an exotic name. I don't think that'll happen. How many How many Sean Dyches get that kind of budget? I could only think of Sir Alex Ferguson, maybe Brendan Rodgers. There's not the English managers don't they don't get that type of love, man. Word to Frank Lampard. They did you dirty, my guy. But um yeah, man. One nil one nil Spurs and I'm being nice. Really? I could see a draw. But I'm gonna be nice and I'm gonna say Spurs because I feel bad for them. Yeah, I'm starting to feel pity for them. <laughs> Truthfully. And I I hope Do you think we get into Dele Ali signing? Nah, that's what I was gonna touch on. I was gonna say I hope he starts because that'll 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 dictate the game. He's been a creative spark. In, in the European games and the cup games and I think that whatever pettiness Mourinho has because maybe they didn't get on on the right foot I think it's time to put that behind because that's one of your hopes coming out of the midfield Lo Celso he's dropped off I don't um, think he's ever that good but he's he scored Argentine. on City he must be good he right? what? Lo Celso's from City? no he scored on City oh he must. I was like he must be good right? no I never thought he was good because <laughs> nah, well, he's from Argentina he gets a benefit uh, Meanwhile, we got dudes sitting on the bench getting like 12 minutes a whole season. Yeah, if his name was uh, you know Giovanni Lozano, he'd get more love, right? Fucking hell. <laughs> Anyways, Tottenham 1-0, take it or leave it, man. I'm being nice, like I said. I could say 1-1 <laughs> because honestly, they, they've been piss poor, man, in the league. Uh, Defense-wise, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing. Burnley don't really possess much going forward. So. Match of the weekend coming up? Well, that was actually my match of the... Nah, just kidding. Shit. Chelsea United. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a bond burner that. Ah, man. That's a good one. I'll take a 2-2 draw. 2-2? Yeah. Um, Garcon. I'll take a Tuchel's first league loss to go, please. Oh, and then he brings it to you, and then a guy comes with VAR and takes it back, and two-two. <laughs> nah, I I think it's a good it's a good matchup. This is gonna be uh, Tuchel's first big test in the league. I think his first big test was against uh, Atleti, and we'll touch on that later. But I think this is his first big test in the league, and I don't think he's gonna dominate because he hasn't dominated any match really. I mean, he's dominated in terms of possession. I'm t- talking about scoreline. I just feel that. You know, it's gonna be a good, a good. Uh, it's tough to dominate, man. Um, but especially, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. Yes, City, yes, Manchester City. <sighs> no, nah, um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good one, man. I'm curious of what formation he puts out, though. Is he gonna stick to the three-man back line with you know the inverted wingers? I don't know. Um, well, I'm curious to know is how United are going to be able to get through uh, Chelsea's defense because their defense has actually been pretty good. No, they they got a good defense, yeah. It's crazy been, how well really Thiago good. has done. Honestly, yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Another player. Because they, they were starting to fail a good bit mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, Lamps. Um, Bruno Long Balls. Just keep the ball off the middle. Keep the ball off Kovacic and... Uh, and Mount, because Mount's the one feeding them to to the wings. And yeah. uh, Luke Shaw's putting in a shift, who, by the way, is the defender with the most chances created this, this mm-hmm. season so far. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah, he is. He is, actually. Uh-huh. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else. Uh, if he does start Giroud, I, I'm worried about our, our center backs. Because Giroud's good for a banger, man. Yeah. Um, But, you know, to our credit, we have Cavani, mm-hmm. uh, Rashford. Rashford versus Reese James or whoever's going to be on the right. Going to be a good battle. It's not exactly new, the Newcastle back line, is it? Oh, it's not, sir. So that's that's why I can't see them winning, man. I, I'm giving them a draw. Like I said earlier, I'm being nice. <laughs> I just uh, Chelsea right now, attacking wise, they they don't convince me. Defensively, they do. I still think United have the capability of breaking through that. Whether it's a set piece penalty, as we've come to know in the past few seasons, the way they earn it. Well, that's up for debate as well. Um, but I mean, I think they're you know they're gonna be happy with a two-two draw. Didn't you say that Sterling earned a penalty today? There was contact in the box. I saw <laughs> it. It was contact after I he fell. It. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see any ball there. But it's okay. We don't need that. We don't. Either way, if we get a penalty, we're gonna probably miss it, right? Um, <laughs> you know. But this is gonna be a good game. I, I can't wait because we can both be super wrong. It's just we don't know. Yeah, either team could easily win, and I'm taking Manchester United three uh, two. Come on, Oli. Oli's at the wheel. He got the job on a technicality. Technicality. <laughs> yeah, hand it to Giggsy. Um, <laughs> oh, a Giggsy man. Yeah. I always forget. I always forget the bullshit that he's caught in. Ah, uh, what a guy. <sighs> oh, he's a terrible person. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Yeah, next match, though. The he Blades. just kind of looks like a prick, though, right? Yeah. He doesn't like, seem like a nice guy. No, like, like he's the type of guy, like, to go order at a restaurant and not tip or, you know, shit like that. Like, he's kind of a dick when he asks for his coffee. He doesn't say, please, thank you. Do you think he farts in elevators? Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> has, like, a cheeky little grin as he steps out. Yeah. He just sh- strikes me as the type of guy to smash his brother's what? Uh, oh, man. That's doesn't a- pick up his dog shit on the sidewalk? You'd hope so. Uh, probably not though. Um, next match though, the Blades against the Birds, the Liverpool FC. Oh man, <laughs> the Birds and the Blades. I keep telling myself I'm gonna stop picking Liverpool, but it then they then they get settle on a one-one draw. Then they get Sheffield United, man. I know that's it's food. so it's so like as hard as it is to pick Liverpool against a team with a pulse. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna pick Sheffield United, man. There's no way this ends up in a draw, right? <sighs> I don't know. They, they're capable. They're Fucking capable. Hell. No handle. Yeah, but their best player is McGoldrick. Yeah, well, Keen Bryan would like a word. Who? The city product. Like, uh, like Soldier uh, Boy? Who? Who? He copied my whole flow, man. Nah, man. <sighs> Fuck, man. If uh, I'm nice, I'm actually kind of being mean to Liverpool. They should win this, bro. They bro. have to, right? What difference does it make? It now? doesn't make a difference at yeah. all. It's like they're they're not in. I mean, maybe they want to at least be in Europa, so maybe they. I do have care. two. I have two Liverpool neighbors in my complex. <sighs> Sorry to hear. So that. for those guys, we got to get the Liverpool win, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll take the draw, but I could see a win. They should win. I, I just, see a two zero. Not gonna pick them. And that's the last time I pick Liverpool. If they let you down this week, yeah, man, you gotta just <laughs> quit. They'll they'll be on my Burnley shit list. Yes, um, next match, uh, Monday, March 1st. Good Lord, it's already March, man. Yeah. Fuck. That's madness. March yeah. madness. It's been a, a... Fuck, yeah. It's like this is a, around the time that the pandemic really started getting... 
We're yeah. about a year in, man. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Everton hosting uh, Southampton. Up the toughest. Uh Yeah, I don't... This is actually more even than it seems, right? Yeah, it is. It is, but... Man, it's, it's just Everton have this tendency of underperforming against those, uh, you know, weak-ass teams. Maybe they draw? Up the toughest. Ah, that's James Rodriguez there. English is getting much better. (laughs) If only he can sustain that type of, you know, enthusiasm on the pitch. Ancelotti Ancelotti was quoted saying that uh, James Rodriguez, James, as we've come to know. James. uh, He he was very straight up. He's like, yeah, physically he's not really up to par, but he's got the quality to to make up for it. Yeah. Not really, man. You need to be able to... (laughs) Yeah, I mean... You need to be able to do it on a cold night. He's talented, though. He's super talented, but, you know, he's not going to be the guy to press the ball and shit. No, yeah, he's your traditional 10. Like, that's your 10 of, like, (laughs) forever up until recently. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's not going to chase the ball. This is hard. Uh, I I feel bad picking so many draws, but this is what it feels like to me. Um, I'll take Everton 2-1. Word, word. I'll take them 1-1. One, one. You know, and I'll give Danny, Danny Ings his, his goal. All right. Why not Minamino? Um, because uh, there's two really big defenders at uh, Everton. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I see it hard for, for Minamino to get a header. He's so small. He's a little bloke, isn't he? He's a, he yeah, he's very slight. Um, but yeah, uh, I see a win for Everton. There you go. And then on Tuesday, March 2nd, Manchester City... Hosting Wolves. Now, this game... That's can, a tough game. I can see this dropping points. I'm not going to front. 1-1. One, one. The Wolves are so hard. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> no, they are. They, they, they just defensively very disciplined, and uh, they just have this... We, we really play bad against them most times, so... Oh, yeah, they gave it to you last season, huh? Yeah, always. Like, they always do, um, for some reason. Uh, Wolves. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll take a 1-1 one, one Speaking draw. of Wolves, um, good news. Uh, Raul Jimenez is back in training. I did see that. Not team training. No, no, like a non non contact type shit. Just you know? like drills and physically getting back up there. So we probably won't see him for another like month and a half or so. <sighs> That's crazy. At man. the very least. Which fine, take your time, man. You could see like he's there was like this drill where they were feeding him the ball to like chest control and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, like every time the the you know assistant or whatever was giving him the ball high, I'm like, don't head it, uh, don't uh, fucking head it. And I wonder how long he does didn't. that really take to recover, you know? Well, then there's, like, the there's like the, 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 fear. the psychological aspect of, like, not wanting to head it. Yeah. It's probably, you know. Fine. Like, it's such a natural motion as a as a footballer and someone yeah. that's, like, big like him. He can head the ball. It's, like, to not – to tell yourself to not do it. Uh, but Manchester City Wolves. <sighs> Double hockey sticks for me. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'm so even starting to... If I have my way, City get one point out of six mm-hmm. in the next couple of days. In oh, the next week right. or so. Imagine imagine believing that. Imagine uh, seeing that. So suddenly they'd only be... If if uh, United win the game that I'm foreseeing them to. Mm-hmm. That's only... Six points? <laughs> yeah. Seven points away now? Fucking hell. That's such a nice cushion that City have built. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And then on Wednesday, there's more games. 
Burnley hosting Leicester. Come on, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. Three piece. Money. Yeah, three nil. Three piece. Villa, Sheffield. And a biscuit. I'll take. I'll take Villa. One nil. Yeah. Why not, man? Palace. It's tough to pick Sheffield. United. Palace hosting United. Manchester, uh, that is. Yeah. I'll take a one-one draw. <laughs> I know they shouldn't. Two-zero. All right. United. Fair play. So that's it for our um, English Premier League review, preview. Let's move on to uh, Spanish Primera División. On Friday, there was Betis versus Getafe, 1-0. Betis finally getting a fucking win, man. Yeah, they're uh, kind of picking it up now. Yeah, they've got they've strung together a few good results. Um, nothing big, nothing bad. Just moving along, staying up there in the table. Um, seventh place now. Yeah. Seventh place with all games played. Um, things were looking bad. They're still at a negative goal differential just due to the games that they lost. It's crazy because they've lost 10 games and they, and they still have 36 points. They're pretty clear from any Europa contending spots, though. So, Yeah, I don't think they'll Wait, win. what's Europa for uh, for Spain? I think it's uh, like, I think it's 5 through 7 or 5 through 8. Oh, no, because of the European Europa Conference League qualifying. Oh, shit, that starts next season. Mm. So sixth place can get Europa qualifying. Mm. Interesting. So all of a sudden, Europa League isn't, like, something... That's just Like, weird. if you don't make it... Yeah, it's confusing. Okay, anyway, so more shit? moving on to Saturday. Elche versus Eibar. <clears throat> Elche wins 1-0. Yeah. Boring match. And a continuation on Saturday, the bigger upset. Yeah. The uh, Atletico dropping points to Levante and losing altogether, actually. Yeah. The first goal was really unlucky, though. It was an own goal. But, you know, credit to Levante for getting the result. Um, you know, as soon as they did, uh, the own goal happened from there. Levante played a really good, like, I'll say a really good defensive match, and they happened to get another goal. They were they actually created pretty well, though. Uh, they were able to to <clears throat> to string string along some passes, uh, but I, I, I think we were very wasteful. I mean, let's be honest. Levante were lucky to not concede three, four goals. Yeah, they had like ten Joao shots on Felix target. missed the sitter. Uh, uh, Luis Suarez hit the hit the uh, post on a free kick. Almost thirty total shots. Uh, Atleti <laughs> yeah, took. it's crazy. Yeah, Atleti was just. Peppering them with shots. Yeah. I mean, the like I said, the first goal happened and they parked, man. But credit. Yeah, they didn't park. I don't. I don't think they parked. They didn't possess the ball, like which you know. But they're not going to against Atletico either. I know, but you know that's the thing. I don't think if the if they don't get that own goal, you know, it, the game takes a different traction. But respect to Levante because that's back to back that they beat Atleti and it's well, good. It's good. It well, happens out of now. two games, uh, they've uh, Atletico have lost a total of. Five points, mm-hmm. um, and uh, again, Atletico were unlucky to not to not uh, score. Um, but I think the bigger the bigger loss for Atletico is they lost um, Jimenez. Yeah. From Uruguay. Yeah. I don't know what kind of injury he had. It looks like a calf strain or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some sort of like muscle injury. Yeah, sustained. he'll be out for some weeks for sure. Um, which he was, I think he was their best defender. 
Yeah, but you know, I'm not I'm not too worried about that, you know. They're they're very streamlined with their defense. Like it's like a shark tooth. You could just one falls out, but you can just They're pretty another. deep in the way that they're set yeah. up. Um, and they still have a game in hand. Um, you know, that's the for them that's the benefit, but it's really time to really start worrying and and Simone has stressed that in his press conferences. Yeah. So I don't think they'll, the the team will let him down, but you know, crazier things have happened. But they still have to play the big dogs, man. And I don't see them winning against Sevilla. Madrid and then Barcelona, like straight up like that. It, you know, it's hard to it's hard to predict. You know, I, I mean, mean it is, they're it top is, of the table for a reason. So to say that, I don't. I'm not fully convinced. But but you, so you think they'll get nine points against those teams? No, but they can draw. They can draw with a few of those teams and get a win at least against one, and that's that's good enough. You know, two draws is a drop. But but draws points. against the opponents that they're playing. That means a draw is for them too. So Real Madrid would only be getting you know. Sure. So but I mean that's that's hypothetical. We'll have to see. Did uh oh yeah Atletico did beat Barcelona this season yeah did do you know if they beat Sevilla? Not sure, not sure. I didn't. I don't remember. I want to say they did though. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they did. Actually, I should say. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Uh well, let me just. Well stop yeah. You well, there. Atletico up until Saturday had only lost one game. They 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 did. And that was Sevilla. against yeah, and that was against Madrid. So I don't even have to look that up. Um. But Sevilla is finding themselves in a pretty good moment, um, and that's not to say that that Atletico are a terrible team or in terrible shape. But and the next two games is uh, Villarreal and, and Real Madrid. That's a good one too. Two, two very tough matches, man. Um, yeah, um, yeah, they they definitely got to worry, and uh, Madrid somehow are keeping up there. Yeah. With their non-existent attack, um, we'll get to that in just a quick second. Uh, Valencia beating Celta Vigo two to zero. That's kind of a surprising one, right? Yeah, they haven't been winning too much, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, to be fair, you know, fucking <laughs> red card for Celta. It's like that's yeah. tough. That helps uh, Valencia a lot. Both goals past the ninetieth minute. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Fuck, that doesn't happen ever. No, it's pretty wild. So yeah, uh, two to zero. And then uh, Valladolid hosting Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid wins. Yeah. Man. Casemiro's uh, to save the day again. Yeah. Huh? Midfielders getting uh, getting headers, huh? Mm-hmm. Where have we seen that before? I thought uh, uh, Valladolid, Valladolid played a pretty good game. They created... Uh, as, as teams do against... Uh, yeah. they. So that's why when I was like watching the game, I was like, oh, word. This might, you know, they might actually get something out of this, but you know that goal by Casemiro was so pivotal, and that's what you need. And if, if you want to contend for the biggest, the biggest awards, and you know, on the week where Atleti lost, massive three points. Yeah, not the prettiest the, result. Real Madrid finds themselves three points behind first. I think at one point it was ten points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with two games in hand for yeah. Atletico. Now it's only uh, now one. it's only it's one game in hand with three points behind. Mm-hmm. So if you keep winning. That's the that's the key though is keep winning. I yeah. just like I want to be optimistic and I want to get happy and I'm glad that we we've closed the gap to three points only. Yeah. But to but to not be able to attack as good as we haven't been it's it's a it's a big worry because from Benz to the next uh, starting striker or to the next striker there's such a drop off in quality. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. And the other guys aren't filling in as they should. Um, the, the, you know who's the second leading goal scorer from Real Madrid? Um, if I had to guess, it was 
it'd probably be Casemiro if I had to guess. Casemiro. Yeah. You know how many goals? Uh, I'd say in all comps or just no, no, in the league. I'd probably say six. Five. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that off. But, yeah, I know. He's been the one guy I've been like, fuck, you know. Thank, thank fuck for and him because if and not. And the next one is, uh, Modric. I think, Modric. Yeah. yeah they, Three goals. I think that's that's the problem that with Madrid tells you everything. this year. Yeah, they, they can't generate. I mean, it's, it's thankfully, Benz is healthy, man. If, if he went down, and I hope he stays good. Um, yeah, bro, it's crazy. The only, thing, the only thing that has been helping us, or it might be Valverde with three goals. I'm not sure. But, um. The only thing that's been helping us is the other midfielders and uh, and wingers. They're combining for a total of 11 goals, 11 assists. Mm-hmm. And then, like, cheekily, like, you and know, the defenders are getting goals, too. Baran, uh, Carvajal, Mendy. Yeah. Uh, and Hazard got his couple goals in. But, yeah. Um, you can't count. As far as, like, yeah. getting getting goals from from your guy up front as it has to be or your, stri- your attackers, it's just not there for us this season. And there's an injury crisis. Yeah, everyone's fucking injured right now. Thankfully, our midfield trifecta is, is still uh, intact, but uh, you know it's not—it's not something that we uh, we need to rest on. So, well, I'm glad that we've closed it. I'm still worried that we're going to be able to catch up or even uh, surpass uh, Atletico, who have far more depth than Madrid does. Yeah, and they're not really superstars, but they play their roles really well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 1-0 Real Madrid find themselves in second with uh, 52 points behind Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Atletico de Madrid. Barca's not too far behind either. Yeah, and Barcelona... Barcelona, we'll talk about them in ah. just a quick second. Um, we'll talk about them right now. They drew with Gadith. One to one, double hockey sticks. Messi off a penalty, and then at the very end, uh, Gadith with a penalty as well. Yeah. So they drop big points. They could they could be uh, right behind Madrid. Well, Gadith has, has played the biggest teams in Europe. I mean, in Spain, and and give them giving them a run for their money. So it's no surprise for to sure. me. Yeah. They could have even lost this match. So um, you know, it's all right. I you know. In the league, Barca actually are unbeaten in the, like the last seven or eight, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's good and all, considering the the start they had. But for them to contend for the title, it's probably not going to happen. I don't think they can do it. But uh, it's, it just goes to show that Messi really is uh, the guy, you know. And without him, they'd be totally fucked right now. He's their leading goal scorer as as it stands. Yeah, and he had a slow goals. start. He had a slow start too. The first month, he was getting a lot of shit. No goals from open play. Blase blah. Zay, blah. He's starting to pick it up a little bit. 17 goals in the season now, uh, including today. Yeah. Uh, Pichichi bound? I think so. I think I think he's going to fight for it with, along with Suarez as it's been the last few years. Yeah. But taking those 17 goals away from Barcelona, I mean, they're in terrible shape, man. They're Yeah. Well, Brathaway would clean it up, right? You would hope so. No, 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 no. Trincao's got it. No, 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 no. no, no. has got it. No, wait, no. Pedri, no, uh, wait. Dijon. Oh, uh, uh, no, Griezmann. Uh, that's uh, that, Dembele. That, fuck. They're just so good. They are. They're talented. No, um, they're shit without Messi is what oh. it is. That's the reality. Is it But maybe Coleman's fault? But maybe they're good without Messi. Mm. Messi Pendencia. Mm. That's a negative, right? No, no. I think not, not, not currently. I think maybe with another manager, but <sighs> I think right now he's the sole reason why they're in the conversation. So without Messi, they could do a full press. Yeah, but you know, that's that's what Kuman wants, right? I don't know what he wants, man. That guy's just a placeholder manager for me. 
Well, yeah. he doesn't seem to act like it. <laughs> well, thinks, you got to let him have his moment. He, he thinks he's the next pep. He's a well-respected manager, you know, had a good playing He's career. a no-nonsense guy. I'll give him that. Like, yeah. He's not going to take shit. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that means for him anyway. Because, like, one thing is not taking shit from Tuchel or Pep um, or Mourinho even. But taking or, no shit from Kuman Or Ali. Uh, <laughs> Ali uh, Ali's not one of those guys. Yeah. Ali's like a... Yeah. I don't know if he's quite like Lamps. He's like he's, a substitute teacher, right? Yeah, he's the cool like substitute teacher. You don't want to be mean to him because he's like, yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Barcelona dropped points against Cadiz. And uh, moving on, Real Sociedad uh, beats Alavete. Beat the shit out of them. 4-0. Yeah. 4-0. And your boy... Yeah. With a hattie. Alexander Izak. Que cojones. Que jugador, eh? Vamos, sociedad, yeah. hostia. Yeah. Y sí, y que lo asistió David Silva, el propio David Silva, el mago. Bueno, no hay mucho que decir. Real Sociedad having a bad season. But ah, it's well, nice. They had, they were hopeful at the beginning. Damn near. But uh, Isaac, man. Uh, reality bites. To Barca? Nah, can't be. They got well, I, like I told you earlier, they have a knack for getting Scandinavian players. Yeah. So maybe. Could be. Who wouldn't want to play for Barca? They have that allure. They do. Yeah. They do. They got that. They got that clout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will it be good for him? Nah. I doubt it. Uh, well, he's gonna have to come off the bench for Brathwaite, right? Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, you saw you saw him today. You see the vibes. <laughs> He's getting he, assists. Hey, uh, he got two assists, man. Yeah, he had a good game today. I'm not gonna lie. But it was a, it was a. He had a good game. Pass. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. He had us in the first half. We thought he was a bum, but nah, he's a little better. He's like a transient that lives in the RV, not exactly on the street all the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, he's not exactly homeless. It's, yeah, nah, but um, you know, credit to Sociedad. Alaves is a tough team, but it seems like they only want to show up against Barca and Madrid. They make it a tougher game for yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to tell their grandchildren that they beat Barcelona? Yeah. Or Real Madrid? Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Huesca uh, beats uh, Granada 3-2. to two. That's yeah. kind of a surprising one because Granada Granada's like a Euro- Europa League hopeful. Yeah, they're not bad. They got a very, like, not too many superstars, but just a good system. Yeah. You know, they try hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, Athletic Bilbao beats, or they drew with uh, Villarreal. One to one. One to um, one. Bilbao is slowly climbing up there. Yeah. Slowly trying to get into the top half. They're in tenth place right now, with a plus six goal differential. So, not bad. Uh, Monday there was a match Osasuna versus Sevilla. That's not fair. Two nil <laughs> Sevilla. Yeah, two nil. Yeah, easy money. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Barcelona puts a two piece. Barcelona gave Elche the leche. Yep. And the milkman came to deliver. Lionel Messi, uh-huh. good as ever. I mean, like you said, though, uh, Braithwaite was surprisingly good on the build-up play. And I'm not used to seeing that from him. Nice, nice little link-up uh, yeah. back-heel pass. Frankie ah, DeJong had a nice. game, too. Yeah, Frankie DeJong oh, was, was a conductor mm-hmm. in there. You can always expect that from him, but this is Elche, you know, so I'm not, I'm not really... That goal with Messi, though, man, where he was tidy in the box around two, three players. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's not, there's not many guys shot, that will do that, yeah. Takes a little toe-tap, and then... Uh, just in the same stride, strikes it with his left foot, finishes it easy as you'd like. Almost good enough for me to have a wink because I'm just seeing that already in, in sky blue. But I can't get too carried away. But can't man, get too carried away. It's problems man. once he, he once he comes to kill the your print. full press. 
I'm telling you. Uh, it's okay for, for you Messi. You love the full press, don't you? I do, but... You love, you love Gabby J, right? Yeah, but... That's not going to be there. G- Gabby J isn't that clinical, though, man. Yeah, that's, but that's fine. If Pep is able to unlock that for Messi and get him to buy into the press system at this age, which is, I don't know if it'll His happen. legs aren't there for that. But hey, if he if Pep's able to do that, goaded. Well, he's already goaded, but I mean, yeah. that's just another level. Yeah? Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm torn between him and Haaland, so... ¿Por qué no los dos? Or why not los tres con Gio Reyna? Ah, <sighs> just kidding. That's too much. That's being greedy. Well, I mean, you'd have to be content with letting at least one of them ride the bench, man. Well, probably it's just uh, ship Foden over to Madrid and just like... Hey, it. hey, I'll, I'll sign up for that. Ah, fuck that. Garcon, one of those, please. One of those. Uh, uh, let me have that player. Let me have that player. But, but sir, he's, he's from Manchester. Uh, let me have that player. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it'll happen, by the way. I'm just, I'm just clowning. But it is, it'll be funny because both of their dads played for City, you know, Gio Reyna and Haaland. But anywho, back on topic. Good result for Barca. Expected result. I'm sure this will help their goal differential, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so this weekend's match is uh, Friday starting. Levante versus Athletic Bilbao. Uh, Bilbao, have at it. Yeah, I'll take Bilbao. That's that's. Uh, uh, Levante has overperformed over the last week and a half. Okay. Over the last week, I should say. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. Um, but let's be real, man. This is their level against Bilbao. So, uh, Iñaki Williams, have at it, son. Yes, sir. Uh, Abad versus Wetzka. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah, I'll take Here Abar. at the Bottle Podcast, we, we don't, don't care. care. If you're bottom, if you're bottom tier, <laughs> do better. Sorry, son. You daft. <laughs> you daft. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, Abar. Yeah, I'll take Abar. 1-0. 1-0. Brian Gill, get in. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, so soon, huh? Whoa, life hits you. Pizca Barça, vamos, hostia. Si vamos a ganar. Yeah, you're not gonna do that. Ah, <clears throat> all those youngsters are gonna get eaten alive by Sevilla's shithousery. Uh, three to one, Sevilla. Fuck. Have at it. I'll take a one nil Barça. <laughs> uh, Messi pen. Uh, it is gonna be from a spot kick, but it's gonna be a free kick though. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's nice. He's nice. Yeah, we'll He's see. Nice. Now it's gonna be a competitive match, though. It's so if Sevilla wins, they enter the title race. <clears throat> oh, they'd be at fifty-one points, son. Yeah, but ah, can't take them too serious, can you? They're not even the best team with red and white stripes in the fucking league, mate. Well, that's that's technically true. Yeah. That's technically true, yes. Whatever that. But they don't they don't drop points two games in a row to Levante. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is true. I'm sorry. Yeah. They don't but, lose a possible five of six uh, against that sort of team. But I said that. Atleti clapped those cheeks though. I haven't said that. <sighs> they're still I mean No, they're in good shape. They're not far behind, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to like see them actually competing for it. 
Imagine if Sevilla wins the league, though. Nah, fuck that, bro. Don't even say Imagine that. a future like that. <laughs> oh, in future? Yeah, maybe. Me. Like, where, like, you know. Like, Sevilla's a powerhouse. Sevilla's <laughs> a powerhouse. And it's uh, a beautiful coronavirus city, Coronavirus is a thing of the past. We're able to go outside without masks and uh, enjoy fresh air. Hell, we all have electric cars, maybe. Yeah. Trips to Mars are a common thing. Like, where are you going this week? Oh, I'm going to Mars for a few days, you know. We're going to get, we're going to rent a house. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, we're getting catered. I'm catered. getting okay. I'm, I'm just getting carried away here. All right. Uh, Alaves versus Osasuna. Oh, my God. I'll take Alaves 1-0. Uh, I'll take Osasuna. All right. Fair, just fair. to be contrarian. Not fair. because I actually believe in them. Getafe uh, versus Valencia. 1-1 um, one, one draw for me. Cucurella, Yunus Musa. Uh, I think uh, Christian Soler. What a player. Has uh, two goals. Sheesh. To uh, counter that, uh, two to zero. Is it Cristian or Carlos? Uh, Carlos Soler. All right, and the then, slick back legend. <laughs> and then uh, moving on to that Sunday's games, uh, we okay, Celta Vigo hosting Valladolid. I'll take Celta Vigo. I'll take Celta Vigo. Yeah, Santi Mina, vamos. I want him to keep it going. I like uh, but that I got kid. the Spanish waiter. Ah uh, man, that was a flash in the past, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he'll play against these kind of teams. Yeah, he's a. That's his standard. That's his. Uh, that's his level, right? <laughs> that's his level. <laughs> but yeah. Yarg Wathbath. Oh, what a guy! I, I love that guy. Underrated. He, Overrated, if you ask me. I but feel that's like, of course, if you only ask me. Yeah, but it, like, see, the thing is, if he looked like Ferran Torres or Alvaro Morata, slick back, tall, toned, I feel like he'd get more love. But this who looks like a bug-eyed waiter who. You know, it's working his ass off just to put bread on the table. <laughs> but clinical as fuck. I don't know. Yago Aspas, you got a fan in me. Um, anyway. Yeah, you kind of described him correctly. I know. It's just I, something about his, like, appearance. It's like, you're not a footballer. <laughs> like, that's the dude that got bullied, like, you know, for sure. Like, on the team, you know. Hey, guys. I'm good. Hey, guys. Yeah. yeah oh, fuck fucking hell. Um, uh, <laughs> Cadiz versus Betty. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, whoa. I'll take a draw. Uh, Alvaro Negredo and Sergio Canales. I like Negredo, man. What a player. Um, Canales, that's a good shot for a goal. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, but I got a 2-2. Okay. I think it's going to be a lot more interesting than, you know, whatever. Could be a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, what else? Um, Elche versus Granada. It's a good one. I'll take Granada. I'll take Granada. Yeah, I'm they're Granada. better than Elche on any given day. And then uh, Villarreal hosting Atletico. Whew. This is the it's game. A tough one, man. This is the uh, game. Uh, Gerard Moreno, Moreno, one of the top scorers. What a player! I He's like. He's in him. the run for the Pichichi, even though we don't like it. X factor for me is Marcos Llorente. Not a big goal scorer, but he's so creative, man. I, He's really I'm going to be crazy, guys. man. I'm going to be crazy. I think he's better than Joao Felix. Today, Marcos Llorente is closer to his to his finished product. Joao Felix is still growing into it. Joao Felix is only 20, 21, whatever. To this day, I still feel that that's not the right club for Joao. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, imagine if he was totally. on City or Liverpool or you know, Some, Bayern. Somewhere free-flowing. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere a little more like... Where he's able to like show that touch and because Atletico is not even a counterattacking team, and like because they're very defense defensively that's their that's their like bread and butter. Yeah, but they don't counter. 
Nah, they they're more of like a, they take it. They take very well with like physicalness and like mm-hmm. ruggedness in the box and uh, quick decisiveness. Not so much that ballerina twirl and uh, nice neat touches counters. It's not really them. Yeah, it's not the right team for him. Uh, so I feel like that is kind of stunting his growth a little bit. But yeah, Marcos Llorente is he's, he's he's nice man. He's nice. I like him. No, he's a good player. I, I like him a lot, mate. As, as well, he's kind of a bitch though. Whoa. That's what I don't like. Whoa. He's like always crying for fouls. Like, he'll talk shit and you get up in his face and he'll kind of walk away a little bit or like act like he wants to fight you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, just for my own purposes, <laughs> you already know what I'm about to say, right? Mm-hmm. Before you say that, I'll take uh, Atleti 2 1. I'll take uh, Villarreal uh, for the draw 2 to 2. Uh, that's not a bad one. That's believable. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because Madrid... Fucking... All right, you know, this is a tough one. Because on Monday, Real Madrid hosting Sociedad. That's a tough match, man. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's let's cook some shit up, Modric, and put that, put that, uh, put that bastard in your pocket. Man, it's a good one. I'll take a 1-1 draw. I'll take a 1-0 win for Real Madrid, please. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. I think that's all we can muster is one goal right now. Yeah. Yeah. Defensively in midfield, I think we've got them covered. Yeah, and Sociedad doesn't have, like, the best uh, not, defensive partnership. They got a good attack, but defensively, uh, yeah. not that mm-hmm. great. All right, so that's our roundup for uh, La Liga. It's, yes. it's, a, it's, it's actually heating up a lot. Yeah. And uh, we're entertained. Yeah, it's we're, good. We're very entertained. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, some Champions League action, little going on here. So last we spoke, um, Dortmund had given it to Sevilla. Okay, so Tuesday, Lazio versus Bayern. Um, I mean, let's call it as it is. Bayern just ran over them, right? Yeah. I mean, quality wise, player for player, Lazio for has nothing yeah. to offer Bayern. I don't think in any position, Lazio. Yeah. Can compete with Bayern. This was a, a great game for the first team, all fascism. So respect. Uh, they're both showing out. You know, um, Bayern did the works, man. What do you expect? League leaders. Oh, actually, sorry, not league leaders. Are they? They are. They are. Yeah. Um, you know, they won six trophies. They're the current title holders for the Champions League. You know, you, that's what you Champions expect. League, Club World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great result for them. They don't even have to worry about the second leg, in my opinion. They can even rest their players if they they can they, they can afford to. to lose it. Yeah, they can afford to. And I'll smile at you. Yep. And then uh, the more competitive game. Uh, Chelsea uh, visits Atlético Madrid. At the Wanda. At at the Wanda Matro. Metropolitano. Yeah. That's a that's a mouthful, isn't that, it? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um. um wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tuchel. Surprising result. Tuchel's at the wheel. A, a bit surprising, I will say. Alright, all right, let me let me be very clear. I think this was more due to Atletico's wrong tactics than Chelsea being a better team. Now, you can look at the stats and say, oh, well, Chelsea had more possession, Chelsea shot more, Chelsea was more accurate to passing. Fine. Yeah. But that's because Simeone, for some weird reason, came out thinking that he was going to park it against the team that's... that. Player for player, they're better than. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Lazio Bayern situation, but I think 
as a whole, Atletico's better than Chelsea. Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Yeah, totally. I agree. But, you know, this new Chelsea is a different is a different beast. They have improved massively, and they're able to get these kind of results where they weren't able to at the beginning of the season. Sure. So they're capable of it. I still think Atleti's better. I think Atleti has the ability to do a remontada on the second leg. But I don't know, man. Tuchel has, has instilled a, a lot of uh, discipline in this team in his, in his brief time there. So respect. And mm-hmm. I think this leads us to the bigger discussion on the goal scorer, who scored one of the best goals of the you know, this this round of Champions League so far. Nice little bicycle kick. We all love one. It was, it was a lot of questions about the play because it unraveled weirdly. It touched the defender. They thought he was offside. He wasn't by the rule of the game. Finishes it clinically as as Giroud normally does. So, what a goal. Yeah, oh, great goal, great goal. And, and he's what good for strike. that. Scorpion kicks, bicycle kicks, taps, back heels. This guy's got it all. So, let's talk about Giroud. Yeah. Is he... Well, one, I think he's underrated as fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't think Arsenal should have let him go, but they had to because Aubameyang. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then it was. Although now you might be asking questions. I mean, Aubameyang is still good. Eight goals, man. <laughs> yeah. And, but but he's got he's played like every game. Way more mostly. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Giroud, he's good for like three or four bangers a season. Like, like oh, routine. Like, yeah. Like Buscas worthy goals. Against big opponents, big game player. Big, he's a big game player. He's not gonna score against like only leads, you know, which Aubameyang did. Um, you know, he's he's gonna score against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. It's Atletico, bro. I love him. Uh, great uh, player. Yeah, I've always been a Giroud fan. Yeah. I'm always na 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 Giroud. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um I th- I think it's time that that Tuchel really, and I know we said this already. Yeah, but it's really about time they consider starting him over Werner. Yep, Werner's not even a striker. He has to be the guy for me, man. Has yeah, to. Um, I mean, goal of goal of the week for sure. Yeah, possibly goal of the season. Although Dele Alli's finish today mm-hmm. was was like one of those cleaner. Sort of like in the moment, sort of thing. Oh, this was, was like, a, yeah, this was was like a broken ball. But Still you know, amazing. comparing the opponent, though, it's you know. Yeah, when you, with those kind of goals, though, it's like it's a wonder goal, no matter what. Yeah, That's no matter go what. in against anybody. Um, what else? Uh, so we're upgrading him to maybe a Ford Mustang or something instead of a go kart. Not yeah. quite a Ferrari. No, no. <laughs> thing about him is that uh like we said big game player scores in big game scores quality goals but he's not gonna finish in the top five scoring list never has really but that's that's more well he had pretty good scoring seasons with arsenal didn't he decent but was never even like that out and out the guy you know Mm -hmm. i mean we'd have to look at the the archives as they say but he was never um like scoring on the tempo of like suarez or or Kuhn or Vardy, you know, but he's close. But for me, beyond that, it really begs the question, is it more important to score against the big opponents in a game where you're going to win 1-0, like the way they did here? Or is it is it more beneficial for you to be like Kuhn or Harry Kane even or Vardy or Aubameyang and score against the, the, the bottom feeders? I mean, well, to be those fair. Games, there's those games where, like, sometimes the amount of goals that you get is kind of skewed because uh, you can score, like, five goals against Southampton in a nine-goal routing or something. Right. And then, like, maybe three goals against, you know, fucking West Brom. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you have eight goals in two games. 
Yeah. And then at the end of the season, you end up with 26, and you're amongst the league leaders, but eight of those goals came against, yeah. you know, yeah. shit opposition or just like, like you know, a flash in the pants for a situation, mm-hmm. which 26 goals is a great return. Don't get me wrong, but you're right. I mean, is is it... Is it uh, quantity or quality? <laughs> yeah, that's what I it is. I think that's the question with Giroud. I'll just say this, and to culminate it, I just feel like he deserves more respect. And I, I so. hope that Tuchel starts to process that, that this guy is in a good moment. You know, players live by moments form. Especially strikers. Strikers, and if Werner's not displaying that, it's time to start. And he's of a dying breed, too. He's like your out-and-out target man, striker. Mm-hmm. Um, good, great at link-up play. Yeah. Very he, underrated. He just needs a small in window. Today's, yeah. In today's game. Not very, like, bipedal. Or ambipedal, I guess, because he's more of a lefty, but he can he can strike it with his right. Great yeah. for header. Oh, uh, very set good. Pe- great for set pieces. Yeah, let's put some respect on Olivier Giroud. Yeah, definitely. World Cup winner, by the way. World Cup winner. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, that's our piece on on uh, Giroud. Uh, uh, Atletico. I think they could still do it. And I think they will. It's going to be a good second a, it, leg. But it is going to be a good match. It's going to be a good uh, second leg for that time. Yep. And then uh, on Wednesday, today, February 24th, Mönchengladbach hosting uh, Manchester City. Yes, sir. Uh, City, you know, doing what they do, uh, 2-0. Pretty similar goal, actually. Yeah. Early cross from the left. Joao Cancelo. Uh, from yeah. Joao Cancelo. Uh, one gets a header on uh, um, Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. Silva. For the goal, and then the same play, except this one, uh, they square it. Uh, I forgot who squared it. Squ- uh, Bernardo actually again squared it. Did he? Yeah, he squared it over to Gabriel Jesus, who t- touched it and finished you know. it. All right, so um, I told you before we did the podcast that I, I have a pretty hot take. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's like that crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, Joao Cancelo's City's player of the year so far. Mm hmm. No, no, I, I can I can agree with you there. Um, the stats won't say it. I mean, he's up there in the stats, but there's p- players on the team with better stats. But for anybody who analyzes the game and realizes that this guy, before he got to City, was a right back and nothing else, just a right back. Strictly. Had the ability to play left back, wasn't known for that, started doing that at City. But the revolutionary, the revolutionary position that he's been given now, the freedom to roam into the second or even the third quadrant of the pitch, or the third of the pitch. Third and fourth. Yeah, yeah. it's like, man, like, I didn't expect it, but he has and the opponents ability. opponents obviously haven't. Yeah, of course, and I feel like that's been an X factor. I think you say the player of the year could definitely be there. He's only rivaled by Gundogan and Ruben Diaz. Those are the top three for City this season. And I, and I think it's... It's crazy, but I think Manchester City's two players of the year are the defenders. Good one, he's good. He's been he's been really good. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing that we never talk about is how he's able to kind of conduct and really keep the peace in the midfield. Mm-hmm. On, but the main thing is his scoring. But the other two, uh, one uh, Diaz, you know, not only not only just the clean sheets and, and the and the goals that aren't coming through against City anymore. Um, but the leadership and the and the uh, quote unquote cojones yeah that he's given uh, stones stones has given he's given stones a second life and really everyone the security and he's filling in for Vincent Company like yeah. nothing you know I'll, I'll, he even surpassed him na- damn near na- natural leader at twenty three yeah you don't see that uh, the man lives breathes and uh, eats uh, Manchester City but Gonzalo what he's done. 
Defensively, he's really good. Actually, he's he actually doesn't have a whole lot of weaknesses defensively. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe his speed. Yeah, because he's not the fastest or strongest guy. Yeah, but You're even then, gonna, he's like, still like decent. Yeah, he's got a, he's, he's 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 no pacing, Kyle Walker. But he's no Kyle Walker, of course. Right, yeah. and that and that's what City relies on on the right. But the way he's able to initiate attack and continue running on, like he'll lay off the ball, and defenders a lot of time they'll kind of like sit back or kind of like take that like sort of third option position when they give yeah. the ball. He kind of sneaky keeps running. Yeah, and, and the city knows and he'll that. be a yeah. decoy. Yeah, uh, he'll be able to conduct an attack even on his own sometimes. And his dribbling is a one for a, for a defender. Oh man, well yeah. for anybody really, his dribbling is really nice. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's those two. It it's kinda, those two and everybody else. It does rub me the wrong way when people are like, "Oh, he's the rest, the best right back right now in football." Well, he's not even playing right back. That's the thing. <laughs> well, he's he, playing everything. He, yeah, like on the like he's right back in terms of like the formation. Right. But but in the game, that's it's it's a cheat code, bro. Well, the honestly. way the way uh, the way uh, City play is formless. It's like smoke, right? You can, you'll never be able to draw smoke perfectly, right? To know what to be able to predict or to be able to nullify City, that's a tall order. Only very few teams are going to be able to match up with them. Not only that, but the quality that they have on every position. Yeah, it's deep. It but is. anyway, that that was going to be my take is that he's been their best player. No, I mean, I think, I mean, there's still some season left, but he's uh, the candidate for sure for the player of the season. He's up there. It's going to be hard this year to really pick one, man. I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be any of our, of our attackers, though. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean, again, the only attacker that you could probably see up there is... Uh, is um, Foden. If, if you want to consider him. Gundogan. Yeah. Yeah, Gundogan and Foden. Yeah, but anyway, uh, but on a game-to-game basis, uh, when you look at the top players, it's always like it's either Foden and Gundogan or Sterling here and there, De Bruyne here and there, uh, Jesus maybe every game or so, mm-hmm. and then and and then you'll always think, oh well, Cancelo had a really good match too. You have to like think about him. So yeah, that's just my piece on that. No, I agree. Yeah, that's um, a good take. Then. Uh, for the next match of today, uh, it's Atalanta versus Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, early, uh, early red card for Atalanta. Um, was it justified? It's tough. It's a foul for sure. It there was. I didn't feel like there was many that much malicious intent. But the fact that he was the last man, you as a referee, you have to give. And that. he was open. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mendy. Yeah, and it was a good. It was a good actually. Uh, progression for from passing. Yeah. Um, it's harsh on Atalanta. I yeah, so early too. So early. Um, I think like when you look, like as a as a referee, you're supposed to sort of um, interpret the rules because mm-hmm. there's the rules, right? Yeah. But interpretation really does matter. And personally, if I'm the ref, I don't give a red. Oh, and no one's so? and no one's gonna shit on you for just giving the guy a yellow. Yeah. They'll understand. Like, I get, like, it's, like, in black and white, sure. You can give it a red and you can look, point at the rule book. But the, I think there needs to be some sort of, like, some sort of, um, I guess you can just straight up say interpretation. And, uh, I mean, he was still far out. Mm-hmm. I think there was another defender kind of kind of closing in. He was, uh, Mendy was still very open and probably still would have gone on goal. But you just give the guy a yellow, man. It's it wasn't like malicious. Yeah, it not at all. Like, it was a very normal foul. It, yeah, he just um, happened to be the last. He guy. He didn't pull him or anything. He he tried to play the ball somewhat. Yeah, 
Um, I think it's harsh, and uh, I, I don't know if anyone gives the ref shit if he only gives a yellow. No, yeah. I mean, a yellow at that point in the game even is pretty like, oh, shit, like he has a yellow Yeah, especially already. for a defender in a team like Madrid who can be yeah. tricky and, and, and pass a lot in, in those lanes. So he might have ended up with a red anyway, but not that early. Yeah. And, um, you know, that changes the whole game. I mean, Gasperini, I told you this during the match, uh, I think that's Madrid's next coach. Could be, yeah. I mean... He has a lot of good qualities as a manager, um, and I think the way he's, they play the ball, man, they're able to to play in in these weird little kind of uh, interchanges. Yeah, they're very they're very slick on the ball. They have talented players too, just not they big do. names. They, yeah, Duvan Zapata, Muriel, Ilicic. Oh, and uh, let's talk about Zapata coming off because after that, the whole attack was just it was tough killed. Yeah, yeah. I think he was their only attack this match. Yeah, especially I mean, with the with the Papu Gomez missing. Ah, it's a big miss for them. Um, this is not the team that qualified for the champions. This is kind of almost a shell of the team that qualified for it. Who they are now? They've because lost. They've, been, they've had problems. Even yeah, they've had problems on and off the pitch. So, yeah, I mean, but you know, whatever the circumstances were, big result for for Real because no matter what, it was an away match, and they got the away goal. Given the circumstances, yeah, it's not the best result, but. Uh, Zidane will go home happy. Yeah, know? and then when the next match comes up, Real Madrid will be a little more solidified, a little some more solidified with a few more of their players available. Yep. Um, big match. Um, so I, it's just that attack that's that's fucked up. Another notable thing that happened was Ilicic was a subbed on, played thirty minutes in the fifty-fifth minute or so, and then was subbed off. Yeah. Gasperini is one, one of those no-nonsense sort of managers who's like, I don't care if your feelings are hurt, but yeah, you're coming the fuck off. And uh, Ilicic is one of those guys that's that's only good when he has the ball. He needs the ball. He's not going to press. Yeah. He's a very, uh, very old school in that sense. Uh, well, in that 10 position, sort of. Yeah. Um, but uh, any anything else that we need to talk about in that match? No. No, I think. Uh, oh, Mendy, Mendy had a banger. Oh yeah, nice goal. Right nice footed. Goal. He's a left footed player. Yeah, uh, Raul has gotten a few goals like that this season off the of set pieces where the ball trickles out. And credit to the fullbacks for being they, able yeah, to hit those. Yeah, they've always been like that. Casemiro's always hunting those. Casemiro, Carvajal, today it was Mendy. I think Mendy, uh, like you know, we mentioned City and having one of their fullbacks be a player of the season. I think Mendy has been brilliant uh, in the season where Carvajal. Yeah, he had his goal, that important goal against Atleti. Besides that, not so participant as much as uh, Mendy. In the, in the attack N- let's not forget he got he got the red card call and he also scored the goal for me the man of the match because without yeah. him uh, I don't think they they get this favorable sure, sure, result yeah 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 no that makes and on the sense. season you know there's been questions like fuck should should they have you know kept Theo should they have kept Regi Long well this guy's showing that he's on that caliber for me mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean it's good good for him you know he's the best Mendy from yeah. France <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know if he's as good going forward as either Regi Long or Theo Hernandez but defensively, he's probably beating he's both more of those complete. guys. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he covers, he checks more boxes, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Physically, he's physically better than Reguilon and defensively better than Theo. Yeah. Theo's a fucking pacey-ass motherfucker. Yeah, he's big and strong. I, I can't wait to see where he goes, man. He'll I, end up I, at, a, at, a, at one of the like the legacy teams. I hope he goes to City, man. <laughs> like, seriously, like, hey, like honestly, before Haaland, before Messi, I'd go for him. But I don't know what, what Pep has on his mind. Because the the glaring... But the thing is, is, is he versatile? 
Because that, that seems like to be like one of the main attributes that Pep looks for. Yeah, yeah. That's but I think he has a lot of the attributes, man. Like to be versatile on the team. Maybe defensively he can work on things, but you know, City's not so defensive. But we'll we'll have to see. But a uh, great result for Madrid, and uh, it's gonna make for a great second leg. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. Um, so yeah, I think that wraps up everything that we wanted to talk about. Uh, any other notable things? No, nothing that that comes to mind. Uh, oh well, well, I wanted to ask you because um, we were talking about Champions League. So Champions League, the first legs are done. Yeah, and I know this is kind of premature because we still have to wait for the second legs. But right now, who who seems the strongest? Who who seems like they have? I guess the best. I guess the best case for let's not go crazy for final uh, for semifinals. Yeah, I think Bayern is is the strongest team in the tournament, and the only team that can rival them is City. But I'll give it to Bayern because you have to respect the, the title holder. And uh, looking at you know, and I, I say this a lot, and it's it pisses people off me being, and maybe it's me reducing it, but the competitiveness in the in the Bundesliga allows them to have that edge in the tournament. And I think for me, they have a nice draw by the way with Lazio. They can rest players. I think they have the best chance of repeating and going forward. I think City are the second best. And then PSG can't sleep on them. So those three, are, for me, really ring bells. Mm-hmm. If Real Madrid can get the health uh, side of things, getting better, you know, getting Hazard back, they can make a run just because of their the history in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, the experience, the veteran. The veterans they have in Zidane, who's been there, done that numerous on times. both levels. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh yeah, those are the top four. So it, I mean, I don't know how the how the 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 um, the table's gonna match out, you know, for the the final games. But those four teams I mentioned for me are the best four in the tournament. I I omit Juve, I omit Porto, Liverpool, Le- uh, Leipzig. I don't think they they got it. I don't think they're on the same level. Mm-hmm. Atleti, I think they're gonna focus on the league. I don't think they got it. Um, we'll have to see. It's gonna be a brilliant finish, man. I can't wait. All right, perfect. Yeah, I I, I don't know who you pretty have. much agree with that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna sound like a homer in picking uh, Real Madrid up there, but I just think that that uh, I just think they're built for it. <laughs> like they have that mentality where they can kind of turn it on when they have to, and it's a tournament. You don't have to be good the whole time. Yeah, it's moments. You have you to know? be good for two games, and that's it. So as long as that health is up, as long as we can get anything that resembles what Hazard used to be, I think we're okay. It's gonna be um, a good finish. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think that wraps up everything for the for the pod. Totally, yeah. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about? Not really, man. Um, nah. We're going to be working on the on the visual aspect, so we're going to be on YouTube probably. Uh, we're at episode 36 right now. So at the very latest, we want to be on YouTube by episode 45, if you even got this fucking far. By by summer, for sure. Yeah. And uh, we'll be posting that hella on, on IG, <laughs> on everything. Like, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but next week, we have a guest coming. Really excited for that guest. Uh uh, one of uh, one of the good friends of the pod, and uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for today. Totally, I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for the games coming up. It's brilliant. This yeah, is what the game's fo- about. Football, football is it's it's, it's lively just, right now. This yeah. is where it really heats up. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Everyone's like kind of like on pins and needles and, and trying their best now. <laughs> All right, man, uh, Henry. You can find him at Henry the Eighth on uh, on Instagram. Yes, sir. Henry Two Live on Twitter. You can find me at Lucidness on Instagram, and on as always at Bottle Talk and. Uh, Listen to some Adela Costa. We'll talk to you guys next week. Cheers, lads. Peace.